What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick the motherfucking facts. And we don't give a fox about your feelings. You ain't here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish. New, new, new world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new world AKA order. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. None other than the whole effing show also known as Third Leg Greg, Senor Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. Notrabajo himself, the one and only undebatable, the undisputable, the undebindable. The undebindable. The best entertainment here on YouTube, better known as the Morpheus of the Mani Matrix, the chocolate that confuses King Milk Dud, and also the Black Moses of this, the Deliverer. The man with more nicknames than any one of the game. It takes me 10 minutes to get through all of these nicknames. And not only that, they call me CGAC God Allah. And I am the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back. We're back. <laughs> the Bind Fixer. All right, the Bind Fixer. Shout out to the ladies that's in the bind. A lot of hoes are in a bind. A lot of baby mama terrorists are in the bind. All right, it is the bind season, 2024. 2024, thank you, I missed you too, Mr. Mr. EWF. A lot of women are in a bind, and they looking to get their binds fixed by hook or by crook. But we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about Destiny blaming his the rapist for making him a cuck and a simp. For Melania, Melania, whatever her name is, Melania, right, Melania. And Melania looked like she got pretty feet, yeah. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at her neck. We're looking at her feet. We're looking at her nah, I ain't looking at no feet. Nah, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You're looking at feet? Yes, I'm looking at feet. Yeah, I was looking at feet, too. She looked like she got some pretty feet. But apparently, she out here begging. She in a bind. Melina's in a bind out here. Melina's in a bind. After doing him dirty, she tried to stick him for his paper and ask him for $100,000. We're going to give you the evidence here. And the reason why we're doing this, we're not making fun of the name of uh, the name Melania and Destiny. But what we're telling you, gentlemen, is uh, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And we have more evidence to prove the case. Young Destiny is going through it. He's going through his red pill awakening after being out here on a red pill crusade on his blue pill rage. He's out here. He's out here. He in a bind. Destiny out here. All right. Destiny out here grabbing them ankles. Okay. All these people out here in a bind. You know why? Because they're bums. They're bums. That's why. But anyway, we got that coming up today. We got Doom and Gloom CGA. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up here. We also have When It Finally Clicks, Destiny, When It Finally Clicks. It makes sense. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. We got a segment called Train Yang. We got a segment called Train Yang. Train Yang. We do. Women admitting to getting trains ran on them. We're going to give you an update on Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. She's playing a little game of parental alienation. 
Yes, she is. And then we'll talk about Destiny blaming his the rapist for his problems in his marriage, being a, that he's a cuck and a simp, as you can see. We'll get into all of that. But anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new World Order CGA channel. All right, let's get to some earlier contributors to today's show. Thank you for joining me for the evening service. Missed you this morning. My brother was in the courthouse. Case got kicked for the third time. Um, I'm, I'm going to put together a compilation on, you know, once I get done with this court case, and it's going to extend into well into the middle of 2024. My poor son, he wants to move with me. Baby Mama Terrace is like, no. Baby Mama Tara's trying to get money. She got her weasel ass attorney trying to stick me for my paper. Probably working on contingency for her. They think they about to get a back bag. But I'm going to make them work for it. So case got kicked. Judge showed up sick. The judge was like, well, I am sick. All right. Judge showed up sick. You know, I showed up and made an appearance. A special appearance, by the way. Using my government name. And yes, they're definitely trying to use my content. They're like, him toxic, him a red pill, him red pill content is toxic. Isn't that crazy? They're trying to use my content, my job, in one hand trying to get child support money from it, and on the second hand calling it toxic. And I shouldn't have custody of my son. Oh, we going to keep it going. We going to keep it going. We going to leave them leaking here and they going to go to work. Remember, Ninja, I don't give up nothing for free. All right, Ninja, you ain't giving up. Nah, Ninja, you going to go to work. All right, nobody should no shot nobody should just hand over money. You definitely going to work for it, you bitch. Strike Jack. Yeah, bitch. You bitch. You going to work. Bitch. And they taking my content. They're taking portions of my video to try to show it in court. Oh, I'm like, you bitch. Yeah, bitch. Oh, y'all going to work for it, man. Y'all going to work for it, all while holding my son hostage against his father. Don't these boys need men in their lives? Court does nothing about it. My attorney's like, don't talk about it. Yeah, that's what they say. I'm like, man, that's too much content out here. <laughs> all right, anyway, they watching right now. You know, that, you know, they were kind of happy that um, the judge kicked it because then they thought, it, they thought I wasted my time. They were like, oh, look, it looks like you wasted your time coming down here. I was like, no, you wasted your time. <laughs> right here we go it looks like you wasted your time i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna be the king of kings at the end of the day ninja hey i came back all right they said the judge ain't here i was like well got back in the car drove back to the dun- the, the uh the i drove back to the bunker <laughs> i drove back to the uh to the desert storm bunker i was like back to work anyway here yeah man it's ass gas or cash nobody gets money from cga for free y'all gonna work y'all gonna work 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 and you think i'm gonna just be like oh here's here's everything take me bend me over the judges chambers pause hell no hey yo chill son <laughs> hey yo yep they were like you missed your stream haha i was like yep but i'll be back in the evening stream all right anyway man shout out to them i'm glad you're working i'm glad you're working so hard to mess with the king of kings they they, they're like, they ain't never seen nobody me because I ain't scared. I'm like, they can't put me in jail. All right, so it's, what's, they can be, what's the worst they can do? Ninja, I already know. And I'm going to make sure you guys know too because I'm going to take it all the way to the end. I'm going to find out every step they take 
by every action I take. There's no fear. Daughter turns 18 in February. Son is 16 and a half. Please. Them kids will be with me at the end of the day anyway. Yeah, but anyway, man, that's what we're doing around here. Shout out to the private investigators in the building and the paralegals watching. Hope you're making a little bit of money. Probably make more money than you during this stream. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Let's get back into today's show to the earlier contributors. Talk that big boy shit around here. Oh, we're going to expose the whole system. We're going to expose the whole system. All right, they fucked with the wrong one. They should have told me they, they messed with the wrong one. All right, they giving me a PhD in the family mafia degree, family court mafia degree, a PhD in the family court mafia degree. Everything that I learn, I'm going to bring here to the YouTube and I'm going to expose it all. I'm going to expose every bit of it. Names, locations, procedures, documents. I'm going to expose all of it. So do what, be it as it may, the money will be made back in due time. <laughs> here we go right here. Big boy shit. Yeah. Oh boy. You, I'm learning the whole process. Thank you. Cause all I got to do now, a ninja going to sell the process over here. The game is to be sold, not told. So that's how it goes out here. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Yep. He says like Michael Douglas and falling down. I'm going to tell all of it. All right, got nothing to lose. That's just nothing to lose. So uh, it is what it is. He's going to tell everything. Blood type, locations, the grip. We're telling all of it. We giving out cases on everybody. All right, here we go. Anyway, the money will be made back. So hope it's a good thing. I hope it's all worth it. We in it. We in it. All right, shout out to y'all brothers. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Henry Resilient says Destiny on his Blue Pill Rage arc. Him now Red Pill. Shout out to him. Him now Red Pill. All right. Albert Wesker says just came back from the courthouse doing some paperwork and heard a woman asking about how she could get her baby daddy to pay a $6,000 dental bill for his kids. Wait a minute. $6,000. I'm assuming that this is a braces or something. All right, and I was in the belly of the beast today. I hadn't been in the courthouse for maybe about a year or two. All right, COVID, COVID slowed uh, my ex's ability to take me to the court. So uh, anything that was happening was on Zoom. So I was back in the belly of the beast. Do you guys know how many baby mama terrorists run around that courthouse and how many sad-looking-ass men, their lives getting stripped from them? Okay, I think a guy recognized me. Somebody told me a guy recognized me. He was following me the whole time around the the entire seventh floor. All right, but um, you know how many? You, it, it's just sad. It's just sad to see how men are treated in that courthouse. You guys, I'm gonna tell you, man. In the courthouse, you are, you are the meat. You are the meat and money of that of that entire process. Without you, that process doesn't go on. You volunteer for the family court law and those weasel ass attorneys i mean all of them are disgraceful and despicable with them cheap ass suits that they got on all right most of them don't make a lot of money anyway and most of the these attorneys are males so here's the problem this is the part we're really going to expose the the amount of males that are in there hired by women to strip parents fathers of their dignity money rights parental rights 
most of them are males. I'm talking about like 98% of those family law attorneys are males. So when we talk about the process, one of the things, many of the judges, males. So we got to understand what this process is, and you guys are volunteering for it. So when I come here to tell you, and Destiny is finding out, when I come here to tell you, this process is a voluntary process. You volunteer for it. The first way you volunteer for it is you give up your rights, your name. You give up your government name, your all cap names. You give up your government name because you love a woman. You merge your small corporation with her small corporation. Men are in love. Women are in business. When the business gets bad, when the business of love gets bad, you get the family court. When the business of love get bad, you get the family court grifters, which are the weasel attorneys that come by, come by, and they play men. All uh, they play men because they're simps. They play them to try to get uh, women a little bit of money, but they end up getting all the money. I'm gonna tell you, man. You should have seen these guys out here. Most of the times, I see these guys. You know, you know, I'm in a position. I'm the king of kings. I see these guys. I'm like, look at these disgraceful human beings. All right, disgraceful, and I'm not even going. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Disgraceful human beings. So here's the big deal, gentlemen. The biggest defense that you can have out here, the biggest defense that you can have is not volunteering for this system. It is not about love. It is not about love. It is business, business, business. And I'm going to say it again. I invented this phrase. Men are in love. Women are in business. Anytime you see somebody steal that, Put CGA under the comment sections. Put Coach Greg Adams. Put what you need under there. I told you this. Men are in love. Women are in business. These bottom-feeding ass attorneys are the ones. I, You know, uh, shout out to the lead attorney. Shout out to our brothers in arms here. All right, exposing parts of the system. But these guys are talking about it, man. They These, these women were in there just running these guys around in circles, and many of these guys didn't have leverage or options. No leverage, no options. And so women are taking guys in there to get $6,000 in dental bills. Oh, man. It's just, it, it, you, you're just seeing these women scrounge around like panhandlers, right? Just trying to scrounge up money. And the only way they can get it is from ex-husbands and boyfriends. That's how they get it. All right? And, they, and, and that's their job. That's their job, to go scrounge up uh, money. <laughs> And so she's at the she's at the courthouse getting six thousand dollars in dental bills. I mean, first of all, that doesn't make sense unless there's an orthodontist, or if this is ten years of dental bills. Like, what do you got six thousand dollars in dental bills? What what is this shit? But they be in there with they queen petty shit for real. All right, wow, that's crazy. And he says they said it's tax season. We can garnish his returns. That's if there's returns, <laughs> right? Yo, they be in there, man. You W-2 guys, man, they be in there on your neck because they always be like, well, we'll just garnish his wages and garnish his tax, tax returns. Well, what if you never get any tax returns? What do you do now? What do you do now? It's hard when you're not W-2. All right, when you W-2, you ninjas is just straight up plantation slaves. They just go ahead and just ch 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 chop your ass up. <laughs> They chop your ass up, fillet you, put your ass, they hit your human resources department, they garnish your paycheck. Mm. Ninja, you got no leverage over there. None. <laughs> they be chopping the W-2 ninjas wages up. Uh, when you're not W-2, it's a little bit difficult. Even if they um, 
even if they say we're you owe X, Y, and Z, they still don't get it. You still got to give it to them. So I was like, okay, well, you say I owe this much. How are you going to get it? Well, we'll take your tax return. I'm pro- well, there's I'm never going to get a tax return. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. I don't remember the last time I got a tax return. So now what? <laughs> All right, so they be out there. But yeah, when you're if you're not sovereign or you're a W-2 guy, it gets tough for you, man. It's tough. You got no leg to stand on. They just chop your ass up in filet. He says garnish income tax. Some dudes, some people, the way they work, they never get an income tax return. They never get one. So now what? <laughs> All right, here we go. You still got to get me to volunteer to pay. He said, go to jail. Never go to jail. He says, they revoke your driver's license and passport. I don't know why you let them do that, man. Y'all got to catch up, man. Why would you let them do that? You guys are, you guys are behind <laughs> right here. Learn how to negotiate. They can't take your license. They can't take your passport. They'll do it. They can't throw you in jail. They'll try it. Then he said they'll freeze your bank account. Then what do you do? You guys have been watching me long enough. What do you do? Now, you, something just won't do it, and your monkey ass will go to jail. What do you do when they try to do that? It's pretty simple. You've been listening to me. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Oh, man, you guys are slow. But anyway, again, it's, it make it difficult. It's, what do you do when they try to do that? You go there. You hit them with that chapter 13. Get that chapter 13. Get your passport back. Get your driver's license back. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Hit that chapter 13, get all your shit back, put all your, put all your, whatever that judgment is, put it in the five-year payment plan. They're getting $1,000 a month. And you walk off. (laughs) And you get your bank account back. I'll take that. All right, anyway. Uh, Anyway, but a lot of y'all won't do it. I'm telling you, man. You guys, I see you guys are caught up. Anyway, as <laughs> soon as you file it, it's blocked on the spot. As soon as you file it, you can file it. Go right to the child support office, show them the paperwork. They got to give you everything back right on the spot. Then you say, for five years, I'll put it in the package. What do I owe? I owe $15,000. All right, I'll pay that over five years. Thank you very much. 60 payments, $15,000. Now you back on the airplane. All right, anyway, I'm telling you, man, I, I have the system down, Pat. But they, they don't like this. They don't like this. They, they'll take this video to court. They're, looking, they're going to take this video to court. He said, they said my child support won't apply to a Chapter 13. Ninja, cuff your balls. Cuff your balls. Who is they, you goofy? <laughs> Who is they? Who is they? The people at the office? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, anyway, it works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> it works sir. trust me it works <laughs> here we go right here let me tell you take it from me it works anyway <laughs> all right anyway look some of y'all ninjas man it's, it's a white y'all wild anyway man look 
Let's get into it. Let me get into this, brother, here. Oh, we had another important one. Martin says the word elites comes from the Old Testament scripture. This is why it is said that you know who rules the world. Look up the name Israelites. 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 Shout out to you. When you got a whole bunch in the next super chat, I'm not going to say any of that. I'm definitely not going to say any of that. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, anyway, shout out to Brown310. He says, my $2 for the morning stream, the morning miss stream. Shout out to you. D. Thomas is in the building. Thank you, man. Lee H. says, personally, CGAF, that ninja destiny, he tried to take the red pill down. Marcus Aurelius would have stoned his ass. The red pill has helped so many men wake them up. He says, can I get a you fool? Silence, you fool. Silence, you fool. Indeed. And Destiny, some there was a consecrator. I didn't read the email, but it went out amongst other consecrators. I don't know if it was targeted to me, but it was in regards to should men in the red pill space that really are concerned about men facing divorce, should men make fun of Destiny? Now, I didn't read the entire email. I'm not going to say who the content creator was, but it was, it, it looks like it was a email that went out to multiple content creators in the sphere, in the sphere. And they were like, well, you know, because it's divorce, we should look out for men. We should lay off. You know, divorce is not, you know how difficult divorce is. Men eat guns. You know what I mean? We should lay off a destiny. And I was like, mm. I was like, what? I'm sorry, wait. Silence, you fool. I was like, nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, because this ninja was on a one-man mission of simpery. This ninja was on a one-man mission to prove men wrong, and this ninja, he ate his own garbage out here. Silence, you nah, boy. hell no. Nah. We ain't laying off of that ninja. We got no love for that ninja. Whatever he go through, ninja, I hope you learn your lesson. I, you know what you need to do is apologize at that. You need the uh, sorry for 2004 because you are something like some of these family law attorneys here. When they get hit with the divorce, ninja, I don't feel sorry for them ninjas. All right, get your get your lesson too. All right, here we go right here. You can catch these hands too. No sympathy. No sympathy. You can catch wreck because he was out here on a one-man mission. The contractor says, glad you made it out of court, my ninja. Welcome back, brother. And we back. It's no longer a place that I fear. I don't fear that place. All right, shout out to Pug Dad says, ask the courts for your ex to pay your attorney's fees since you ain't got no job. Yeah, that ain't gonna go for that. They out here using YouTube video. <laughs> they out here using YouTube videos that people made that say, how much Coach Greg Adams make? They're entering that in the court. Ninja, you got to be kidding me, bro. These people are out of here, out of control. I'm like, how would you know? Like, how do they even know? <laughs> So they are out here with delusions of grandeur. She's spending up all the money she thinks she about to get. All right. So, you know, they were like, oh, they have videos that say how much he make. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, y'all going off of YouTube videos that say how much CGA make. Yo, y'all goofy, man. Y'all some goofies. They goofy as fuck out here, man. Like, yo, uh, I'm demonetized. <laughs> I'm I'm demonetized. They don't get it. I had to tell my attorney. I was like, I'm demonetized. Oh, by the way, by the way, um, um, 
My they know about the red pill in the in the family court. Just so you know, they know about the red pill. That there's no the red pill is not a secret. They know about fresh and fit. They know about pearl. You know, they somewhat were surprised that you know the status I had. Now they're trying to use it against me, but um, they know about it. Like all the attorneys knew about it. It's not a secret, man. It's not a secret. And uh, they like, oh, there's a video that said he made $14 million over the last three years. I'm like, ninja, hold up for a second. I said, I said, you big dummy. <laughs> so you're going to trust some YouTuber that pieced up together. Watch hours. I was like, I'm demonetized. YouTube doesn't pay me for this shit. <laughs> I'm Mr. No Trabajo. These people got, these are some losers out here, man. These people losers. The red pill is no secret. FBI, Homeland Security, CGA ain't no secret. Ay, ay, ay. These people, man, wild as hell. I was like, YouTube hasn't paid me a check literally in like what? Um, December 2021. Have at it. I don't know what you're looking for. Find it, Ninja. <laughs> oh, man. This is so crazy. I've been demonetized 10 times on YouTube. 10. I had 10 channels demonetized. They ain't listening. They still, they still pocket watching. <laughs> 10 demonetizations on YouTube. And then somebody was in there and they were like, oh yeah, Fresh and Fit and Pearl got demonetized. I'm in the courthouse like, looking like, wait a minute. Who are you? I'm sitting there like, oh man, this is wild as hell. I was like, they don't know I'm the king of kings. <laughs> these people are nuts all right but i'm like hey enjoy your life brother shout out to y'all man let me let me get into some doom and gloom it is some crazy shit man yeah you know what i mean you don't want to be in my position guys you don't want to be in my position out here these people out here trying to make a job and living off of cga then trying to use same content to keep me from my kids make it make sense i should have been signing autographs in that mother sucker it's like don't you know who i am all right, anyway, man, what happened to my PayPal? Oh, my, it's crazy. All right, they canceled me. Canceled again. All right, let me get, to, let me get some doom and gloom in here, man. I, but that was my day. That was my morning. I was like, oh, my Lord, these people are some losers. Anyway, doom and gloom CGA, let's go. Hey, Doom and Gloom CGA, we back in here. Some speaking of the FBI. Oh man, this is an interesting story to report. Yikes! Did you guys hear this? A judge rules high-profile associates of one Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Jeffrey Epstein will be named within weeks. Oh my goodness, this could be. This could be. New, 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 new. All right, and so there's Jelaine, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, whatever her name is. All right, with one Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know. How did he die? They didn't want to let us tell you on YouTube. New, 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 new world All right, but it says Judge Loretta Preska has just ruled that at least 177 high-profile associates of Jeffrey Epstein will be named within weeks. The list includes friends, recruiters, and victims housekeepers on Epstein's private island, the management employees of the private island, Haley Robeson, who was named in, as a recruiter in police files, 
included in the material will be depositions, emails, legal documents, other materials not previously made public. The next month should be interesting. Woo wee! All right, somebody gonna get in the team. Go skrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
is the name that represents you. Uh, that is not you, by the way. You are somebody else. That's a name designated and signed and agreed upon to represent you. But you have to understand that that is what you are. But you are something else. In fact, if you get in these situations here and you know this power, you can use it to the best of your ability. Sometimes it doesn't work because a lot of times you don't believe that this is true. But it is the type of stuff. Look up sovereignty, if you, if you will. All right, and Black's Law. Black's Law. Uh, is this Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Let me see something here. Uh, this is on Straggle Sniggle's Theater. So that's doom and gloom for today. Shout out to you. My man said, only God knows my name. Yeah, indeed. And you can have fictitious names. You know what I mean? You can have names or personas. All right. But people will attach these things to you in error. And then if you agree that that's you, then, of course, you've agreed to the maritime law. You agree to all of that stuff. But, um, you know, you guys are a little bit too slow. <laughs> all right. You're a little bit too slow. So you got to understand how to move and shake. Like a player shakes. By the way, join the Monday Mindset and we break all of this down. Let me check out what's going on here on the other areas of the world. We got our brothers. Some people from this morning who didn't know I wasn't going to be here. Shout out to Steliano says, woman going to HR. Women going to HR in Madcore for free HRs and benefits or free hours. I don't know what Medcore is. Is that some sort of benefit, Medcore? Is that some sort of medical benefits? Um, yeah, med uh, benefits or so. Okay, MedCorp is health care process and improve injured workers. Okay, all right. So they're going to get free benefits. Yeah, the free benefit game is something else. Um, there's something to be said about people who use benefits. Uh, I would say somewhat dishonestly, um, causing a lot of strife to these corporations. A lot of them are women, man. They be in there getting therapy. All right. He said, I was at my job and all I see every day is women going to HR for benefits and free uh, resources. Yep. They be in there using free legal. They be using uh, uh, 15 therapy sessions. It'd be a mess, bro. I'm like, you guys know, man, your your corporate, your you guys that work W2, your, ben, your benefits go up, you know, because people use them. I would tell you, use your benefits, use your benefits. Use your out-of-office days. Use your vacation days. But they be in there just graping the benefits. And most people don't use their benefits. But they be in there and getting they osh, gosh, bagosh. <laughs> they be in there getting, they be in there getting they benefits. I'm like, ain't you supposed to be at your work desk? You supposed to be at your work desk, ma'am. But they be over there sandbagging, stealing from the job. Well, it's not stealing if they provide it. But your premiums go up. I don't know if you guys know, your premiums go up with all these damn people using all their benefits just ridiculously. Straight jacket. <laughs> right? Just ridiculous. All right? Yeah, they're greedy. I'll be like, y'all just ridiculous, man. Y'all just, I mean, I don't know, man. To me, I just like, like, and really they only at their job so they can go over there and get their free eye exam from uh, lens crafters. <laughs> right? They're like, I got good eye benefits. At Lens Crafters. They go to Lens Crafters. All right, get their free eye test. Come out. 
They about to get their free glasses. I get free pair of glasses at Lens Crafters. They go over there. They're like, yes, you get a free pair with these good benefits. And they point you over there to the free pair of glasses. Your free pair of glasses be looking like this right here. They be like, oh, shit, this is the free pairs? They're like, yeah, this, this is included in your benefits. You're like, oh, shit. All right, uh, how these look? How these look? <laughs> You'd be like, what about those over there? Oh, those right there? Those cost $500. Right <laughs> here we go. Right here. Those are $500. Those aren't included in your benefits. They got your ass in the store, though. They got your ass there, so you're like, oh, well. But we'll give you a 10% discount on the purchase glasses right there. All of these over there, we'll give you a 10%. <laughs> Sounds like you got scammed. You're just going to leave, and you're going to pay more than you would have if you had no eye benefits, and you would have went in there and say, give me an eye exam, 195 mm. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, but you don't work 50, 11 hours for your lens crafter benefits, you jackass. I'm like, these people. You big dummy. Goof troop ass ninjas. <laughs> All they gave you were readers. All right, anyway, some people, I'll be shaking my head like, <laughs> all right, anyway, bragging and shit. I was like, if you had cash, you probably would have avoided all this bullshit. Mm. I can't stand people. <laughs> all right, anyway. All right, anyway, now you got to go shop at Payless Shoe Source and Oshkosh Bagash. That's how where you're going to get geared up. All right, all your kids are going to be wearing Oshbosh Gosh Bagash because you had a $30 coupon from your job, Cuban Resources. Oh, man, great. <laughs> they got you in the door. You spent your $30 coupon. You bought $400 worth of Oshbosh Bagash shoes, boots, corduroy pants, overalls. You wouldn't have bought shit in Oshbosh Bagash, but you had benefit coupon. All right. <laughs> anyway, man, <laughs> you're like, now you look stupid for the rest of the year. And now you got to work another 50, 11 hours so you can go to Oshkosh Bagash in three months to get you some more discounted clothes. All right. Great. <laughs> These normie ass oxygen thieves. I'll be like, oh, my Lord. You know, if you started your own business and had an own cash flow, you would avoid all of that. But what about my Oshkosh Bagash benefits? <laughs> it's just <laughs> anyway, man. I'm like, man, y'all some slow ass human beings. Low life. Hey, man. Hey, but it is what it is. We need people like you. We need people to drop fries. We need ninjas to flip hamburgers. We need baby mamas to steal from baby daddies. We 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 need all of y'all. We need all of y'all. Otherwise, the system, you're 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 part of the uh you're part of the food chain. You're part of the food chain. Going to kids. To get you some kids from Payless Sue Source. All right. Not, some of y'all ninja still behind. Shout out to our brother, Luis. He says. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Facts. Dead, flat, stony broke. Facts. I've got $3.85 in my purse. He says when they don't like what. Sh- he says when they don't like. When they don't like what we say. Oh, he says when they don't like what we say. They stop us with court. Yep. Yeah, that's supposed to be the one right there. They they do do that. All right. They be like, oh, we going to get this ninja. Woo. 
Shout out to Juco69 says 2024 is here and I'm about to be a hoe. Oh my lord, free agent lifestyle for life. He breaking out of monk mode. Chan says Cali to start recycling toilet water as potable. For real, man. I saw it. I- I'm going to include it tomorrow, hopefully, on the doom and gloom. Yeah. I mean, they probably been already doing that. They just announcing it. <laughs> they just telling you now. Shout out to our brother, Cortez Davis. Davidson says, stay strong, coach. You're much appreciated. And I'm telling you, man. Craig Coleman says, can you video record in court? Um, you probably can, but you probably are told to, that you cannot. Um, they they will probably stop you from recording if they find out you are. Um, and they, that's probably what the means they will take. They probably have the bailiffs come intimidated. They, they're, you're supposed to not to. All right, but um, there's people that have done it. I wouldn't suggest doing it, but you wouldn't get a good you would get you wouldn't get a good video. Or you wouldn't get a good video. It ain't like you could hold it up. All right, you can threaten them if you if you want to spend a, a couple of days in the tank. They'll threaten you, but I would probably not do it. But um, anyway, you can ask for your court records, and hopefully you can go over them. But you can ask for your court record. But um, uh, they can record, but most of them don't, uh, because they're committing a crime most of the time. I mean, some of them are, so they don't want it recorded. And there's people who watch her, they're court watchers, right? And much of it is because you're ignorant and you volunteer. So, you know, it's a little bit tough. I wouldn't do it. Like, there's no need for me to do it. But you should and be good. I think I have a future in being a court watcher where I go in and show up surprised and show up and sit in courtrooms and see if this ninja vibe. Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay, they treated him fairly. Giving people grades. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Nah, you don't want to do that. I want to suggest you do that. Shout out to um, Steliano talking about you sent them earlier. I did see you st- sent them earlier. Oh, I see you said. Um, Let me see here. Okay, I got you. Appreciate you, CGA One Love. I got those. He said ninjas always just want to show their teeth. I got them. Okay, I got you. I caught up. Caught up. Caught up in the building uh shout out to let me see if I, i'm trying to get these over here i I'm, I'm way behind shout out to our brother trader wolf says shout out to you coach i'm involved in a non-divorce family court matter and it's still a gargantuan monkey fist he says coach gang air day man this is not it's not for the faint at heart um i always tell you man and one of the reasons i'm passionate about what i do it's because I'm giving you so much information that nobody knows. They don't know, man. Like, you guys have no idea. Um, if you're not in a position of leveraging options, you can get consumed. These things can stress you out. Um, and you guys have no clue. And especially, you know, the criminal and civil court is one beast. Obviously, on the civil court, you're dealing with financial matters of lawsuit, which uh, people are suing you monetarily. There's a game, the way to, to play that game. Then this this criminal court, which you're almost talking about your freedom. All right, pretty much you're talking about your freedom and maybe some compensatory damages. So there's that. You might go to jail if you lose. That's a significant risk. The family court, oh, pff, there's no rules. I mean, there are rules, but there, there are no rules that are governed by the U.S. Constitution and no protection. So you're going in there 
and you don't know nothing. Nobody's helping you. You have no constitutional rights. You're presumed guilty. You have no due process. They can play any game that they want. And it is, whoo, it's bad. And I'm telling you, man, you, you better think about this hardcore before you get involved and you say, coach, what about love? I'm like, boy, this ain't got nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with love, man. Ain't got nothing to do with love. He said you were in a non-divorce family court matter. Sounds like you got a domestic violation or potentially a juvenile court situation. Um, and uh, the family court consists of the juvenile court. So if you hear, hear a kid, you know, he do he doing graffiti. He impregnating Latina chicks at the continuation school. He's stabbing ninjas. All right, he a gangbanger. He impregnating four gorditas. These ninjas are part and partial of the juvenile court which makes these people wards of the court, essentially. And your parent, uh, well, your parentals are going to be governed very, very mightily with a fine tooth, with a, with a microscope. Uh, your kids and everything you do with your kids are going to be governed by that. If you ever get into a CPS issue or your kids uh, become a thug or steal cars or break windows or whatever they do, gang bang, uh, they're going to be a part of the juvenile court, which is a part of the family court. All right, the domestic violation court, as we call it here, is part of the family court. The divorce court is part of the family court. The child support is a part of the family court. Um, and I'm thinking there's one more that I might be missing out on, but those are a part of family court. So if you are, you don't even have to be married and your ass can go to the family courthouse. And it's, it's crazy. Uh, I think if you do adoption, I think it's possibly through the family court as well. It could be, could be. Uh, it's crazy. You you lost in the system. All right. He said them Santa Ana ninjas. You know, when I was I was just thinking of that. When I was describing the guy, I was talking about Santa Ana ninjas. Santa Ana, for real. Okay, what are we at here? Shout out to uh Macaroni Tony. BlackRock is moving forward with its initiative on cryptocurrency ETFs. Drop the dime. We we in there, man. Shout out to you, brother. All right, let me do that. I'm going to get back to the other ones for real. I'm going to catch up, but we just having a show. We having a show today. Straggle and Snigle Theater. Let's do it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Snigle Theater. We back. And better than ever, let me see. I got some Straggle Snigle uh, videos to show you. One of which is this. Well, I don't know what to explain it. I don't quite know how to explain it. But I'll let them explain it by the caption. Transgender man finds out he's pregnant and doesn't believe it. Okay. All right. I'm a little confused by this. I don't know how this works. Maybe you can help me out. I don't know what we're doing out here. Okay. New, 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 new world order. Let's go ahead and play the video. I recently transitioned to being a guy and I uh, had a doctor's appointment recently. That doctor said I was pregnant doesn't make any sense because i'm obviously a guy so i'm going to a second doctor now to get a second opinion and uh i'll keep you guys updated dylan thank you just to let you know i have been checking your charts and i have been looking over everything mm -hmm. and dylan mm -hmm. you are six weeks pregnant oh uh, that's not possible this is skit this definitely is skit i'm a man <laughs> okay before you became dylan uh-huh you must have been tasha and Tasha must have been having relations in order to become pregnant because you're definitely pregnant. 
but she did and then i became a man yeah this is definitely a skit right here i i recognize this lady right here okay listen skits can be a part of the straggle single theater uh yeah this this woman is a part of the i don't know if you see those school skits i think that woman's a part of the school skits um where they do the teacher and somebody's coming in there and then they do uh like they're having a problem and the girl's dressed like a slut and there's dumb they're like a fight so I recognize one of the actors right there. Anyway, uh, but that's crazy. I, I, I listen. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Straggle Snickle Theater presses on. What is going on here? What are we doing? Oh. Man, just some flat backs. This some flatback Latinas right here. Oh man, send it. <laughs> oh man, I try to help out the world, man. I don't know what we going on. What is this? Like who's ordering that particular video? Like who's ordering that? Like I want to see a girl in a pink panther suit. And them some flatbacks right there. Them girls didn't have nothing but straight up, straight down. Miss six o'clock. Wow. Bone on bone, hip bones. All right, you can fold them up like a love letter from the second grade, man. Yo, them girls was getting it. All right, you got to be careful what your kids watch here. Straggle and Single Theater. Tia Mari says, uh, what one man won't do, another one will. <laughs> oh, this woman's a certified clown. All right, give it up to Tia Mari. Oh, she let it all hang out. There she is with her hair slicked back. Grace coming in. I see you, girl. I see you, girl. She been out here with that box body and them big head. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. All right, look at her here. What what one man won't do, another man will. Uh, I'm sorry, Tia. It's a wrap. All right, send it. <laughs> Yo, man, you missed your chance. I know you tried to get back with your man in last turkey day, and you're probably going to do the same thing on Christmas. Ma'am, it's over. It, listen, man, I remember this, you know, when social media, Instagram became a thing. It was right when. You know, I was going through my transition back to singlehood. And uh, a lot of divorcees went buck wild on the cock carousel on Instagram. <laughs> and a lot of divorcees were taking pictures like this. This is a hell of a 40-year-old woman Instagram selfie. Look at this. Is this not a Facebook selfie? This says divorced woman on Facebook. This is what this is how they be looking. And then don't let they have a like their bikini on or some shit where they show they ravished ass chest. All right. And they try to squeeze they saggy waggies together. Okay. You be looking at them like with them saggy waggies on their chest. Talk about trying to squeeze they cleavage together. <laughs> Yo, tell me this ain't a divorced single mother without telling me this is a divorced single mother. What are we? And then all she's missing is like the snake on her head. The deer nose, the rabbit ears, the dog tongue. I mean, that's all you're missing for this one right here. What, what in the hell are you about to do with this? What are you about to do with this, ma'am? Come over for practice. That's all I need. And they flaming her ass. They flaming her ass in the comment section. I don't know where 
y'all got that phrase from. Here it is. Black women stay giving black women faulty advice. And that's from a woman. This one says, you're 45 years old. Go back to your family. Be out here hoeing. This is a single woman's favorite quote. Indeed. (laughs) This one, if you're over 40 and still making tweets like this, you're the problem. (laughs) Good to see the world dipping into a little patriarchy and misogyny. This one says, go home to your family. All right, be out here hoeing. Too old for this behavior. This is a college girl tweet. Yeah, man. Hey, man, I I did get, I did get faith restored in humanity by these responses. And you know, Twitter is very toxic out here. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. All right, man. I was, my faith in humanity was restored. All right, I, I was beginning to think people were going to say, you slay queen, you go girl, you'll find the one, manifest. <laughs> All right, even the women, even the women here, look at this woman in here, Twitter, with the toxic behavior. This woman says, wait, what is happening? <laughs> right, what is happening, man? That's basically saying, oh, the humanity. yeah, man, that's what that is. Tia Mari, go back to your damn family. Be out here trying to be a skeezer. Before you do, let me bleak that box up real quick, because I'll do it. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, man. Them young girls don't want you, right? Look at this old Mac Ninja right here. Look at this old player player from the Himalayas. Oh, man, he got his hat to the back, too. Here we go. It's confession like you never told nobody. I be fucking this little tiny, skinny black girl on Saturday nights. (laughs) She fine. She only 28. Oh, Oh God. She's so fine. I'm 58, and she 28. She about to be 29. She pretty as fuck. Oh. oh. And she tastes like candy. Yo. Oh, chill. Oh, chill. I got money. My man. <laughs> he took it. He took it to the junior college. I know y'all be telling these ninjas, these old ninjas, you ain't got no game, ninja. He like, game? I got money. My man said, I'm still out here putting hands on hips and on slimmies. And, of course, that white man, uh, that white man got him a little black girl, little skinny booty, ashy booty black girl coming over there to give him a little bit. He out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. This ninja's showing dentures. Niggas always got to show they teeth. He's showing teeth, dentures. Dentine, whatever the hell you call them out there. What are we What are we doing out here, bruh? He like, she come over, tastes like candy, candy. I can feel it when you walk, even when you talk. It takes over me. This old nasty-ass old man out here with them young girls, Ninja, that could be your daughter. What about your daughter out here? Get him daddy season. Hey, I told you, get him daddy season. Get him daddy. Get him daddy season is out here. Y'all ninjas out here losing the game. I told y'all, y'all better adapt. That's somebody's daughter. This is a disgraceful human being, and you're despicable. You're reprehensible, but you're a good man out there. Yeah, you one of the good ones out there. Shout out to you. I got money. All right, he was talking about it. You can see he was going back reminiscing. He was reminiscing about that brown sugar, babe. <laughs> I get high off your love each and every day. That's what he said. Look at him. I want some of your brown sugar. sugar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, What's a confession like you never told nobody? 
I'll be fucking this little tiny skinny black girl on Saturday nights. <laughs> she's fine. She only 28. Oh my God. She's so fine. Ooh. I'm 58 and she's 28. 58. She's about to be 29. Ooh. Okay, daddy. Good Lord, man. Calm down. You really at the junior college. You a metaphile. All right, you a metaphile. Okay, daddy. Hey, what did I tell you, young bucks? She pretty as fuck. Ooh, what I, hey, man, people be, these people out here be thinking you old, you old, you gonna die alone, you ain't gonna have nobody, you know, them young girls don't want you, ninja. We in a monetized marketplace, ninja. I got money. <laughs> we in a monetized marketplace. He like brown sugar, babe. All right, let me see what he talk about. I might bring her over for us, you know. He looks happy, ladies. Hey, man, he probably been divorced. Look at him. He been divorced. He finally got a little bit of money in his pocket. <laughs> he like, I'm not, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. He like, I'm going to be young forever. All right, shout out to the sisters. All right, we do have this woman on the stage, a female comedian. Mm. All right, uh, she has something to say here. Uh, let's see what it is. Here we go, right? Uh, you can't see her. Here she is right here. Woman, you have to be strong, right, to catch a man. You need to be strong, yet feminine. Independent, yet meek. Sexy, but not slutty, but with a splash of hoe. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Intelligent, yet needing him for his great wisdom. What if he doesn't have any? <laughs> then you gotta fake like everything's his ideas. Give him the answers, you know? Cause it's not who we are, but who we can convince him we are and keep up the lie for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Until they come back in five years and say, you're not the woman I fell in love with. I was never the woman you fell in love with. Man, I could be a celebrity out here. How do these people get on stage? She must drop neck. I don't know. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, well, she needed a Reverend X. I don't <laughs> give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. What, what, what was the point of all that? All right, let's get to the show right here. All right, how many more straggle and sniggles do I have going on here? Uh, I think it's one more. One more straggle and sniggle theater. Shout out to the scrap sexuals out here. We got a brother out here on one of these street interview podcasts. Uh-oh, I spy with my little eye, a flatback supreme in the back with that pink over-the-shoulder number. Yes, the rhythm, the rebel. But here, I, I spy with my little eye. A old Gen X skeezer. Interesting. What's she doing outside? All right, let's play the video. What's your type? What's my type? Yeah. Tall, dark, and handsome. Like him. Like me? Oh, yeah. yeah. You make grandma feel so young. We gotta go. We gotta Wait, go. hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, my brother. You got to get your own. What's your type? Oh, man. What's my type? Yeah. Tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, Lord Jesus, man. We, oh, the humanity. Here we go. 
Now, I don't warn y'all about these old white women. <laughs> I didn't warn y'all about these old white women, man. They go through that. I want me a black man phase. They've been married to their white husband for 25, 30 years. And then they get they all their life, they've been wanting a black man. But, of course, optics, family, you know what I mean? They could never do it. So now she's 54. And the, the woman she's with, 60, she can't barely see him with her glasses on. And she like, I want me a what I want me a black man. I'm a go for my black man phase. I listen, man. I live by suburban white women, boy. They be getting horny for black men, especially if they get a divorce. Then they be like, now if they married a black man early on, then they don't do it. But this old librarian, school teacher, ass school marm ass woman out here wanting to get insides pushed to her esophagus. She want to be out here feeling it. All right, she like she like out here want that warm embrace to wrap you in <laughs> my warm embrace. All right, yeah, and look at this ninja. And of course, guess what? Ninjas is gonna line right up for the school marm. It's gonna be toxic too. I'm gonna tell you, I've been there, done that. All right, been there, done that, and I got the receipt. Don't look at her feet though; it's gonna be a disaster. Like me? Uh, yeah. uh, let me turn this part down. All right, so he's he's thinking about the money, guys. Hey, man, she don't got no money. She broke. She broke, bro. Skull that I'm broke. <laughs> Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got three dollars and eighty-five cents in my. Hey, gentlemen. Purse. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. These women are broke. All right, I know y'all be like, oh, I'm gonna get me a sugar mama. No, you're not. You're not going to get you a sugar mama. These women don't got no money. They spent up all their alimony. They spent up all their child support. They have no investment. They look at, they're going to eventually, once they get to their I like black men phase, they're going to find an old white boomer ass or codependent Gen Xer and try to force a marriage. Do not go for them. They don't got no money. I've seen women just like that um, that got divorced and then they kids, they kids start a family. These bitches live on the top of, um, on the top of the, uh, of the garage, these women live in more mobile home trailers, right? They just horny, bro. They just horny waiting for their social security to kick in. Man, do not, the brothers, do not target them for money. These are some of the cheapest people on earth. Paycheck to paycheck, barely. All right, but Ninja's always thinking, did you, I'm going to get some money from her. You ain't going to get a damn thing, bro. I'm going to tell you, bro. We got to go. We got to go. Wait, hold on. All right, look at him. Look at him. Look at his brother right there. He done went and grabbed her and said, let's go. Like caveman grabbed her by the neck. This little skinny bra about to get beat. But, hey, man, I'm going to tell you, go through your little fetish phase. I will tell you, beat some grannies up. Get some granny poo nanny. Get some granny poo nanny. It's good for a couple times. I'm kind of over it. Been there, done that. Every now and then, I'll get a little nasty with it. Oh. That's nasty. All right. But I kind of, I've had a couple of too many grannies out here. You know, you know, 40, 44 and up is a granny. 44 and up is a granny. All right. So I didn't had enough grannies. I'm like, I didn't went through my granny phase. <laughs> All right. Yeah. CGA been down. Oh, that's nasty. CGA been down. I'm over it. Get it out your system. Get that venom out. You know, one of the problems that men get in here, you don't get that venom out. You don't get that venom out. All right, get that venom out real quick. <laughs> it's an ugly sight. It's not as good as you think. Some of them are great, by the way. I had one granny. She was a mess. She was nasty. 
<laughs> right here, right here. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Not no 85-year-old granny. It's better than you think, but it's an ugly scene after you bust. After you bust, it's an ugly scene. You ain't never seen nothing. You, ain't, you won't be more disgusted in your life than to look at the after. <laughs> when you look at the aftermath of what you just did, you like, how did I even lower myself as a human being? You will, trust me. You will not, it's not a good sight afterwards. It's not a good sight. They get up and they walk over to the bathroom with their jiggle booty. You just be like, damn. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is a family show. No, this is the evening show. That's Drago and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. All right, man, let's get to it, man. I gotta catch up on some brothers here, man. We got it, man. Yeah, let's cheat. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, let me check in, log in over there. You do feel bad about yourself. You don't start crying, but you like. Yeah. <laughs> You want to get out of there. We got some brothers here. Mm-hmm. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Who is this? Shout out to Elton M. He says, you are funny as hell. No wife, no kids. Shout out to you, man. You escaped. You escaped the matrix. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Thank you for appreciating my funny. I'm better than the female comedian earlier. Better than the female comedian. Uh, let me see. What do we got here? Uh, let me see. This is uh, Dennis F. Says, hey, coach. Me and my baby mom split a couple of months back. I've been listening to all of your podcasts and past dreams. My son is living with me, and she only takes him on weekends. I read the Free Agent Lifestyle already. Shout out to you. And it sounds like she's kind of dealing with you in a good way. So shout out to you. Um, you know, she, don't, she wants to move on with her life. So good for her, man, and good for you. I appreciate that. She knows she's a real one. Not many real ones out there. Shout out to our brother here, and it's um, it's uh, Mr. Quintana, Carlos. He says, what's up, coach? Shout out to you. What's up? Did I release your clip? I'm not sure if I released your clip of uh, your kid being kidnapped. I think I did on one of my other channels. But shout out to you, man. That's one of our brothers out here fighting the belly of the beast, fighting for custody of his son that was kidnapped from him, taken to Ukraine. He popped in live. We shared his story. You can look it up. But I think I released a clip on one of my channels. If I didn't, it's going to be released. Your story should be told. Okay? It should be told. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Jackson in the building. Appreciate you, brother. I know there was a brother like that. And if you don't want me to say your government name, let me know. No government name. Okay, what are we doing here? Shout out to uh, Newski says, people forget the NWO kept asking Malcolm X about his real name given to him. He said, this is my name because I said 100%, man. You can't throw them off the game uh, with these uh, things related to your name, all right? But a lot of people, let me just tell you something. When you fight for your rights, you're going to get more bite back immediately people know what you're doing these people in law law enforcement this is why we tell you 
to be friends with law enforcement, sometimes military, definitely when you're dealing with court systems, attorneys, judges, and court clerks, and all of these people. They know what's going on. They know they're playing the game. They're gaming you. You volunteer for the game. And by the way, you've given away your rights a long time ago, so you're already going to participate. Most of you can't stand up. Most of you can't uh, stand up. So what will happen is you try to stand up for yourself, and if you're not sure about what you're saying, they're going to shut your ass down. They're going to shut you down. Oh, they're gonna, oh, you're one of these. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, you think you know your rights. All right, oh, okay, okay, we got, we got a guy. He knows his rights. All right, yeah. Oh, you're a constitutionalist. You know the Constitution, huh? And they gonna, then they really going to give it to you. And so if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know what you're doing, um, uh, if you're not confident that what you're saying with knowledge, because they're going to test you. They're going to test you even with what you're saying. They're going to make you test it like five or six times. Say it one way. Say it this way. Say it that way. Say it that way. Say it that way. They still might test you. You got to stand up for yourself. But most people don't stand up. Most people want to pay that money. All right. Lead attorney is in here. Shout out to the lead. Oh, by the way, lead attorney, did you get my... um? Uh, did you, did you get my, um, did you get my, uh, I, I threw down the gauntlet lead attorney. I threw down the gauntlet. Me and you one-on-one pause. Hey, yo, chill, <laughs> sir. Hey, yo. All right. I did. I said, me and you have something to talk about. Let's see if you got it. I threw down the gauntlet last week. All right. Anyway, I don't know if he's here. Shout out to Maury. Shout out to the big timers. All right. He's laughing. Okay. He got it. He got it. All right, he got, I called him out. He says, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I threw down the gauntlet because I challenged you last week, and I said, the lead attorney says, I'm the only one that can tell you this information. And I said, is that so? All right, I'm going to tell you, I got one piece of information that you don't have. I got one piece of information that you don't have that you haven't told. And I am the one to challenge the lead attorney. All right. I said, I'm going to challenge you. And I said, me and you need to get on there. And I'm going to tell you an angle that he hasn't covered yet. For the most part, I don't watch all the shows. So it's not like I know if you covered it or not. But CGA versus TLA, it's got to happen, brother. He said, you the man, CGA. Shout out to you, brother. But one-on-one in the steel cage. All right, I got it. All right, anyway. Loser leaves town. All right. By sundown matchup. All right, anyway, pause. Hey, man, everything I say is pause. All right, here hey, we go. Yo, right. Chill, son. Hey, yo. Milk Dud versus Milk Dud. <laughs> All right, you're right here. All right. Milk Dud head versus Milk Dud. The ball head alliance. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. This is going to be a cool beef. This is no, this is no, this is no poisonous beef. We'll do it. All right, shout out to our brother, Joseph. He says, where do I sign up for the money mindset? Here's some of that money for that fried chicken fun for my favorite African-American out here. Here we go. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Yeah. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? You go to, you go to patreon.com backslash coach Rick Adams. All right, here we go. I got all of those. Let me check over here on Super Chat so I don't get too far behind and acknowledge the brothers here. What did you say? Pug Dad says, ask the courts for your exes to pay your attorney's fees. All right, I got that one already. 
Jay Flo says, here's a little snaps on the petrol, Coach. I'm glad you're almost at the finish line. Coach Gang Yang, managing life's risk is here. Um, Brown through an oh, he says, F that Mitch Destiny. All right, okay, F that Mitch-ass Ninja Destiny. We got a couple here. J.D., the chauvinist. Merry Christmas, CGA, and the CGA coach gang. Can you replay the very special Christmas skit with the Percy-year-old ninja who was out there fixing that black woman's binds? I can't play it because I got a copyright, all right? They copyright and block my stream in Russia. YouTuber problems. Anthony H. says, first time posting, coach, but started watching you since I found your channel a while back through The Better Bachelor. Much appreciation for all that you do. And shout out to the Joker. Let me acknowledge a super chat. It's a, co- it's a sponsorship sponsorship, but I got to move on real quick. I'm rich, and shout out to our brother Sligo is the sauce. He says, when you said, when I said well, you, you were the next Rush Limbaugh, I was only half serious, but you are cooking. He says, but coach, what did you say? You said, but coach, um, you are cooking. Bless you, coach. I need this. Shout out to you. That's what you said. You need this. Shout out to Sligo as the sauce. Legendary member. Let me add him as a mod. Okay. I don't know what how to add him as a mod. Shout out to Sligo. I'm gonna come back to the little super, super chats. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too far behind. But uh, but next part of the show, next part of the show, when it finally clicks. Remember, I tell you things will finally click, but it's gonna click when it's too late. I'll be giving y'all game after game after game, life changing information. Sometimes you won't see it. You'll be like, my girl loves me. Your girl didn't really love you. You'll say something like that, and I'm like, yeah, but 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 but. I also say all men pay. It doesn't click. And you'll find out that your girl's using you. And I'll tell you, most of the time, most of you men will not do this. I'm going to give you advice so you can figure out if your girl's using you. Just like I give women advice on how to stay silent, all right? Especially after sex. Silence, you fool. All right, after sex, ladies, stay silent. They don't want to do it. They want to talk. They mess it up. I tell you, if you want to find out if your girl loves you, stop doing the thing that you're doing to keep her in the relationship. Right? Because that's what you're doing. You're keeping in a relationship because you keep doing what you're doing. You think she loves you, but, but she really doesn't. Like, for instance, I tell you, if you pay the majority of the bills, stop paying the majority of the bills. Guess what's going to happen? She's going to stop loving you. Like, quick. It's going to happen. She's going to start swinging a branch. Right? She's going to start monkey branching on you. She's going to start monkey branching. Right? Uh, for all the guys that have game. Or you're texting a girl. You're trying to get her to text back. Stop texting her. Don't text her in the morning. Don't text her good morning. Don't text her, hey, how you doing? Don't text her, how was your day? Don't text her good night. Don't text her, what you doing? Don't text her. Like you're texting her and you got a girlfriend. And we text and we message. And I say, okay, just stop texting her. What's normally going to happen? There's a 70% chance you'll never hear from her Ever again. She's gone. The true remains your gone. She's gone. You're going to lose a lot of women that you think you have in your wheelhouse. The only reason she's in there is because you paying attention. You're paying attention to her. You're giving her attention. And she feels like, well, I don't know. I ain't got nothing else to do. I'll talk. 
But if you stop texting her, you'll she'll stop talking to you. Tell me I ain't lying. Yeah, hey, beautiful. She's going to stop talking to you. It's crazy, right? It's crazy how that works. So what you'll feel, realize, things will finally click. And I'm going to play this first video. It's a skit. And this is a married couple. And it says the power of money. What do I say about married couples? They pay for sex. All men pay. In fact, married couples pay to not have sex. Eventually, you'll not have sex. All right, but let's play the clip and see what this clip says right here. Alright, you see this. Alright, so there's a there's a wife jumping in bed. He's bored. He probably been turned down for sex two, three times this week. But what do I tell you? Married men pay for sex. Married men be out here paying for pornography and, and OnlyFans and also prostitution. They are very big at prostitution. But ninja be like, no. But I'm like, yes. Now, this married man figured it out. He figured it out. He figured out he was in the legal prostitution game. All right, that all men pay. And she was in there to go in there and shut him down for yet another day of marital turned down sex. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you <laughs> off? Nothing. All right, so there it is right there. But when it clicks and you figure it out that you're in a legal prostitution game, all right, this is what happens. Here we go. And there it is. She's looking to get in the bed. She's already, look at that gap right there. Look at that right there. Wow. So he definitely knows that. Oh, by the way, has anybody ever had that? It does look like a wet spot, but I, I don't know what's going on there. Anybody live with a girl? You live with a woman? Has anybody ever lived with a woman? This is real right here. You know you're getting nothing if she gets in there and she leaves a gap right there. You also know you're getting nothing if she turns her back to you or if she puts a pillow in between or if she puts a young baby in between, or a dog. We're talking about white women here. You can't see the screen. So a dog, it don't matter. If she jumps in that bed, and there, if she got long pajamas on, she got long pants pajamas, she might be on her period. She ate a chili dog for lunch. She didn't brush her teeth. She put up her updo, her top knot, her pineapple. She just took a shower. You ain't getting, she dropped the deuce in the toilet. You're getting no pussy. <laughs> none. None, none, none. All right. And so he said, well, the only way I know how to do this is to pay. And there you go right there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's money under there. Okay. All right, honey. All right. Just like all of them. Yeah. It's about money. Yes. Yeah, resource. It's resource right there. Yep, and there he is right there realizing that, oh, boy, all men pay. All men pay. Look at her. She, oh, I love you, honey. All right, I'll work for it. Yes, there you go right there. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah, it's a reality. It's a reality. Now, for people who don't think this is a reality, I'm going to ask you, have you ever have you lived with a person for longer than four years? Longer than four years. Not this we just moved in together shit. When it finally clicks. What about this uh, right here? When it finally clicks, this guy, again, this looks like a guy. He's in a, he's in a relationship. He's in a relationship. This looks like an Indian man. I can't see what it is here, but let's go ahead and play the video. Have you ever wondered 
what you would do without me? Probably save. Save what? Money. Lots of it. Do you think you would be happy? With more money? Absolutely. Without me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wondered what you would do without me? Probably save. Save what? Money. Wow. <laughs> oh, when it, I got money. When it finally clicks. When it finally clicks. Man, we had the show yesterday talking about will you become more successful through marriage? Now, I broke down some things that they might have missed out on that one because it's kind of misleading. I thought I sit. I thought I should tell you some things to consider. But the reality is, if you ain't in the leverage or option position, you're going to be paying. Yes, all men pay. But not only are you going to be paying, you're not going to be saving. I once left the relationship and I'm going to and I told her, I said, I'm going to make more money without you than I did with you because of the way the man the, when you're getting couples, the money management is the number one source of dissension in your house. And what I call that is the real life of your relationship. Yeah, all of that lovey stuff and I feel good and butterflies and sex. That's all one part of the relationship. It's a small part, but it means a lot. But the reality of living together, real life, is what really is where the decision is, is caused, right? Her bathroom sink has all this hair products all over the place. You don't put the toilet seat back down. Or uh, you guys are arguing over chores and chore play. Okay, who's going to pay the air conditioner? Who's running the heater too more high in the winter? Then you're going to realize you're hemorrhaging money. She's a debt. You're not going to be making money. Even if you made more money, it's going to be spent. Even if you made more money, it's going to be spent. So he says, you know what? I would save more money without you. When it finally clicks, you're paying. All men pay. Some men can't get out of this. Some men are fortunate enough to get out of this, even if you have to pay a severance fee to get out. But I would make and save more money without you. You a bill. Even, guys, even if she made her own money, even if she made her own money, you're gonna sp that money's going to be spent out of eight out of 10 couples. Eight out of 10 couples. Eight out of 10. Lots of it. Do you think you would be happy? <laughs> Look at him looking. All right. He going for the jugular. Not only will I have more money, I'm going to be happier without a doubt. It's with, bruh, without a doubt. He knows. He knows. He just don't want to say. He like, oh, my God. Are you recording this? With more money? Absolutely. Without me. <laughs> he basically, yeah, look at it. Boy, take a look at this. Oh, my Lord. Take a look at this right here. This is, look at this muskrat. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, look at this right here and, and guys there you go there's your wife right there there's your wife i mean look at Sa Sa Susie homemaker Susie homemaker would he be happier with more money without you the answer is yes <laughs> all right he would be a free agent he's sitting there like ninja it would be cheaper for me to go to the juco yes he's like oh 
<laughs> right? He said, yes. The answer is yes. I, I would be, if I was without you, I'd make more, I'd save more money. Then would you be happier? Yes. I'd have more money. Yes. <laughs> All right, anyway, you draining me when it finally clicks. When it finally clicks continues. Cameron Diaz says married couples. Uh, it says married couples have. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, it didn't make sense for a second. I read it differently. Cameron Diaz says married couples having separate bedrooms. And houses should be normalized. And there's that old Millie Mouth ass Cameron Diaz. There she is right there. Definitely looking a little Millie Mouth. All right. I dated a girl that looked like this. Trust me, I ain't lying. All right. You can look at it's kind of on my Instagram. You can see it. All right. But yes, she resembles her, not just like her, you know, resemblance. Um, but uh, there she is right there with that Millie ass mouth, that Joker smile. Now, this is interesting. Because this is, I don't know if you know, man, because these people be jacking these. Straight jacking. Okay. The funny thing about it is some of these things that women are saying today are things that men said or would have agreed to a long time ago. You see what I mean? For instance, ethical non-monogamy. Is something that women and the reading rainbow community are pushing forward. Men would have agreed or even probably invented ethical non-monogamy. For instance, if I went up to a girl and I said in the 1990s, yes, I'll be in a relationship with you, but I practice ethical non-monogamy, meaning I have, I'm going to tell you who my partners are. You're going to be fine with it. I'm going to beat the brakes off of you. And you're going to be fine with my other hoes, right? Yeah, cool. We, we invented ethical non-monogamy. <laughs> but then we had to hide and they called us all kind of dogs for thinking this. Now in 2020s, they're like ethical non-monogamy. Like, Straight jacket. That's what we, yeah. Now, if a guy in the 1990s said, you know what? I'll get married, but we should have separate houses. Women are like, no. I refuse. This is hogwash. That's not what marriage is. I just can't stop loving you. Right? If we would have said that, they would have called us all kind of ridiculous. That's not marriage. And you're gonna. But now Cameron Diaz is it. And they're like, hmm, that sounds like a good idea. Now the women are supporting it. You're like, what the straight jacket? What the fuck? <laughs> Looking at this, this is crazy. Now, oddly enough, there is a married couple that is now doing this. And uh, I forgot to pull it up, but I'm going to pull it up right now. Pause. Let me see here. Let me see here. Husband living. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Here it is so right here. Have- here it is. Bam. Um, Jeannie Buss, the managing partner uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers, is actually um, in a marriage or kind of a relationship. Let me see if she married. They're in a relationship. She's in a relationship with a guy named Jay Moore. He's a comedian. This guy right here. He is a comedian back. I think he still does comedy. But it says right here, we don't sleep in the same bed. In fact, they have separate living quarters. So they live in a they live in a place and in Los Angeles, you live in kind of condos, but it looks like one big house, but it's two living quarters. They live in different quarters. So they get together, 
They might make love and spend some time together. But then when they go, when they, after that, they go to se- separate uh, living quarters. Let me see if I can find the part of the clip that, that they acknowledge that. Fair use to Graham Bessinger right here. It's like, all right, I'm going to go upstairs. Like, okay. Because, you know, I like my space and I have my schedule and he likes his space and he has his schedule. But we're, you know, I can, you know, take the elevator down in my slippers and, you know, hang out a little bit and go back up. And I would recommend it to any couple that feels the same way. It's like, all right, I'm going to go upstairs. Like, okay. I mean, we see each other every morning, every afternoon, and every night. When you're home alone in your bed, it's like, the guys are gross. <laughs> like, we just make sounds. Like, we sweat. The, sh- the sheets get all wrinkly and weird. It's like, oh, just let her sleep like a princess or a Barbie still in the box. Like, there's no, she doesn't need to be subjected to me in my, like, wrestling sweatpants, just belching in my, like, you know. All right, so let me, let me stop right here. All right, because this is an interesting conversation, right? Who would go for this? Now, of course, they're married. They did say husband. They're married. And I used to, when I was married, I actually considered this. I was like, why don't people live in a separate house? Or why don't you live in one house and there's an apartment over there? Now, of course, I was thinking about getting some pussy, but (laughs) I was thinking, well, I can clap cheeks over there, come back. It will be all good. Ethical non-monogamy, ladies. Ethical non-monogamy. But in this situation, I'm going to put up a poll. What do you think about this situation? Do you think that this is the future? Do you think this is pathetic? I'm going to put up a poll here. Do you like this arrangement? Do you like this? Because everything is about arrangements these days. To me, we're going back to arranged marriages. All right, here we go right here. (laughs) <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Yes, love this arrangement. Arrangement. I might have misspelled it. I might have misspelled it. You guys are going to criticize me. No, what's the point? All right, let me see here. And this is if you did it. Don't say, well, I wouldn't get married. All right, just just do you like this arrangement is the question. Do you like this arrangement? Do you not like it? Do you love it? Do you? Yeah, here we go right there. Go ahead and vote. I'd be interested to see how we come up here, but this might make for better marriages. This might make for better marriages, or let's just say you have a relationship. You know, we're just saying if, if you did too expensive. Well, again, that's what I was talking about earlier when it finally clicks that people that are in 50, 50 relationships. Let me give you the statistics again. People who are in 50-50 relationships, oh, I got to put it on the other channel. People who are in 50-50 relationships are almost always in a difficult situation to leave their relationship. You're in a worse situation. Now, if you're in a relationship where the woman pays all the expenses and you pay none, guess what happens? She can kick you out. And it's easier for her to move on. She like, okay, you ain't going to follow what I do. Get the fuck out. You see that? Now you're homeless, you're crying, and, and she's good. The other way around, husbands and men who paid the majority of the expenses, they're in a better situation to break up because you can walk. You can actually pay her to walk. You can just say, hey, get get another place. I'll give you, you're, you're in a better situation. Even in a divorce, if you make a lot of money, 
and you paid most of the expenses, it's better to move off. You can just keep it. You could just walk off. But when you're 50-50, your codependency level is to the max. So you're depending on each other financially to make it through. And then most of the time, you'll sandbag because you're like, I only need to make 2500 And she makes 2500 and we boom. So then, yes, you get into the it's too expensive conversation because neither one of y'all can leave or if then one of y'all leaves or gets a new partner or person or boyfriend, girlfriend, you, you, you walk off, now you screwed. So interesting right there. I got to put the poll on the other channel here real quick. I know the show is being slowed down a little bit. Do you like this arrangement? Now, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just saying, hey, you know, this could be a thing. In fact, I don't, I don't believe I'll ever cohabitate with a woman ever again. I don't believe. No, what's the point? I don't believe I'll ever co- cohabitate with a woman. I just, I don't see it. All right, I got the poll on the other side. Right now, it's 50-50. Right now, it's 52, no, what's the point? And 48%, yes, I love this arrangement. Wow. He said, you can't bring no girls back home. Yep, there you go. Can't bring no girls back home. That's what I'm about. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever be monogamous again. I don't see the point either. I don't see the point in monogamy. So I'm like, fuck is the point? All right, she's like, guess what? You get to pay most of my expenses. All right, I get to drop all my baggage in your lap. I get to I get to not listen to you. I get to do what I want. And you can only sleep with me. She like, yes, doesn't it sound great? All right, I, I can move in with you. I can steal from you, sandbag. I can distract you. All right, all of this shit. She like, yeah. And you get to sleep with only me. Huh? Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't see where the deal is. <laughs> here we go right here. Where's the deal? All right. This sounds like a terrible L. You get lazy, sandbag it me. This sounds disastrous. What kind of what kind of freaking deal is this? And and I get to turn you down for sex when I don't want to. All right. Yeah. Wow. Sign me up for this shit. And you get to get fatter, uglier, walk around with your booty shorts, tissue stuck up your nose, farting, feet smelling like corn nuts. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> this sounds like a good deal for you. This sounds trashy to me. And that's you. Get the fuck out of here, you low life parasite. Trying to give me a badass deal. I know a bad deal. Now, when you're young, you don't know this is a bad deal. Trust me, this is a horrible deal. (laughs) This is the dumbest deal in your life. All right, anyway, last one, last video here when it finally clicks. We got a character played by Denzel Washington. Is this part of the last one here? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I I guess this is. I guess this is part of the clip here. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Denzel Washington here. He's playing the clip. This is probably going to get my stream uh, copyright notification. It says right here, there's Denzel Washington, very good method actor. And um, he's going to play a boomer simp. And he's going to start off with some boomer simp shit that normally boomer black men do 
when they see shit, but they don't realize that Gen Z women and these millennial women, they build differently. These zennials, they're built differently. Let's play the clip. Excuse me, I see two sisters standing. Why are the sisters standing and the brothers sitting? We want to sit, we can ask. Well, you ladies got to speak up for yourselves. Say 40 years ago. There's no statute of limitations on uh, chivalry. That's gendered and sexist. And polite. And patronizing. And polite. What kind of law do you practice? I'm a criminal defense attorney. You ever represent domestic violence defendants? Many times. Knowing that they're guilty? Meaning what? Meaning you have a choice. Watch it. Someday you may need the Sixth Amendment. Oh, that's lawyer talk. <laughs> oh, I see. So we got a Sarah Lawrence old sister in the band. <laughs> oh, I'm not your sister, asshole. Oh, I'm not an asshole, sister. Hey, fuck you, brother. Just settle down. Okay, thank you. Oh, okay. thank you. Oh, sorry. Look at, look at the boomer brother out here. Boomer, boomer brother couldn't take it. <laughs> Name this movie. I don't know what this movie, boy. Damn. All right, boy. I'm telling you, man, these young girls brand new out here. These women under 30, they brand new. They brand spanking as new, especially if they a minority. They be dealing with some trauma and some stress. They oh, these feminists, they 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 don't need you, bruh. They don't give a fuck about you out here. Now, they might when they turn 40 and they be like. And that's you. They be sitting there like. What happened? <laughs> Where did all the men go? But he tried He tried to. Oh, I see some ladies in the back. Gentlemen, why are you guys not giving up your seat? The ladies weren't like, yeah, give up your seat. They're like, bro, who the fuck are you? <laughs> right, he got him, man. She got him. I'm going to play the scene again against copyright right here. And then he had to walk off. He crying. Why you crying, bro? Damn, man. He walking off like Stewie. <laughs> they disrespectful. These Jezebels, it's called Roman J. Israel Esquire. All right. Damn. All right, man. These women are brand new out here. She looked like a nice Puerto Rican. She don't look like no sister. Where are my Puerto Rican chicks at? All right, here we go. Did you bring something to help? I'm sorry. Excuse me. I see two sisters standing. Why are the sisters standing and the brothers sitting? Yeah, see, that simp shit ain't working these days, man. That simp shit ain't working. Okay. Hey, ladies, I'm going to tell you something, man. I, I'm a brand new ninja, too. I'm a brand new ninja. If you think I'm going to give up. Now, if I give up my seat, I give up my seat. But there might be a time where I will not give up my seat. It's a 50-50 chance that I might do it. It just depends how I'm feeling. And if I want to look at that boo-hoo-ti, boo-hoo-hoo-ti. I might want to do that, but there is a chance that I might. Now, you better not ever even talk about me not getting up my seat, all right? I'm going to say, hell no. For instance, if I was there first, like meaning that I was on 12 bus stops before you jumped on, and then you're going to tell me you need a seat. That ain't going to happen. I've been on this train for a minute. I'm not getting up. <laughs> that might be a reason why to not get up. All right, but uh, these are young women today here. This boomer shit ain't going to work no more. If we want to sit, we can ask. Well, you ladies got to speak up for yourselves. Say 40 years ago. There's no statute of limitations on uh, chivalry. Chivalry is dead. And as Dave Chappelle said, and women killed it. All right, there's no more chivalry. Chivalry is a, a mis it's misconception anyway. 
So there's no such thing as that. This is a portion of chivalry. But there were great expectations placed on the woman to receive chivalry. You just couldn't be no skeezer. All right. Hoes don't get chivalry, dude. Uh, ladies get chivalry. All right. Hoes don't get chivalry. Ladies get chivalry. So you got to be a lady first. And you're, 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 pre- you're presumed a skeezer before. And wait a minute. You're presumed a skeezer until proven a lady. Like you're not proven a lady. And then I find out you're a skeezer. I'm assuming you're a skeezer. And then I'll find out later that you were a lady. This is how that new shit works right here. That's gendered and sexist. And polite. And patronizing. And polite. What kind of law do you practice? I'm a criminal defense attorney. You ever represent domestic violence defendants? Many times. Knowing that they're guilty? Meaning what? Ah, oh, see, boy, they... <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Look at his face. He like, these some brand new women right here, bro. These are brand new. Meaning you have a choice. Watch it. Someday you may need the Sixth Amendment. Oh, that's lawyer talk. <laughs> oh, I see. So we got a Sarah Lawrence soul sister in the band. <laughs> oh, I'm not your sister, asshole. Damn, man. Boy, look at this, man. This is a Gen X woman. Like, oh, man, this is terrible. Oh, I'm not an asshole, sister. Hey, fuck you, brother. Yeah, these girls today, man. These girls today brand new. These girls today, by the way, I would smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. All right. I will take all of that bite of that sassy ass woman. I'll take the bite out of that sassy ass woman. Don't come around here with that sassy shit. All right. I know how to treat a sassy broad. Last one. All right. Then I'll move on. Last one. Uh, remember I told you about this frontal lobe psyops, the frontal lobe psyops. The frontal lobe doesn't develop until 25. I told you that's the new I was drunk. That was the new way to dodge accountability. That was the new loser proposition to basically say I'm not accountable for anything that happens. It's a loser proposition that simp, weak-ass Mitches and women are using to dodge accountability. And I said this is the new way to for people. It's kind of like the I'm depressed. All right, the, I'm depressed is dying. Now it's the my frontal lobe wasn't developed. Take a look at this video. Here we go right here. But the craziest thing that ever happened to me was when I turned 25 and that frontal lobe developed. So I turned 25 this past July. Shout out to the Leos. Some of my friends even warned me. They were like, girl, when you turn 25, like watch a whole new light switch is going to turn on. You're going to be like, girl. And I was like, okay, y'all are exaggerating a lot of it. No, it's giving a whole new light bulb has been installed. Smart light LED brand new. I'm talking rip me out the plastic. I tell you i've been entering like i guess what some would call like a villain era i've gotten to the point where it's like i'm okay being the villain in your story if that means i am no longer having to tolerate your disrespect feel me like if that makes me a villain like so be it i've gotten to a point where i just straight up ask men like what are your intentions i'm not about to play these games with you if you want to do this and that let me know and i'll decide if i want to do that too just so tired of the drama like it's getting old it's old news it's boring so if that means i need a new cast then shit i'm holding auditions okay yeah man i mean look man this is again my past don't matter my frontal lobe didn't kick in until 25. I became a new villain, an archangel. I'm the main character in my own story. All right, I'm the most important person. The, ver- the world revolves around me. I can stop the world and let you off. Like, these people are crazy. And she looked like her breast thing. 
I'm not saying it did, but that's definitely what she looked like. She looked like she smoked black and miles for a hobby. All right, but that's neither here nor there either. I say that with all due respect. And I say that with a kind heart. So this is what we're doing here when things finally clicks and that's where we are. But let me get to the next one. We got we got women talking about riding a train. Yang, and then we got some of the main event topics here. Buckle your seatbelt. Thanks for being in here. And let's get to a thousand likes. We're almost there. We're three away. Let's go back to Mr. JD, the chauvinist. Shout out to you. He wanted to see the very special Christmas. Anthony H said this is his first time posting. Came through through the better bachelor. The legendary Joker. Shout out to him. JC says I'm 99.9% sure Ninja's already paid to get their names taken off Epstein's naughty list or the nasty list. Those who couldn't will be tossed to the wolves. Damn. New, 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 new world order. That's wild. All right. There's some people that were on the flight list. That doesn't mean they partook of that illegal nectar. Shout out to Don Cristo says, guy disappeared at my job. Found out he's in jail for child support. Support and protect CGA at all costs. They can catch you lacking. They can catch you lacking. All right, so check your mail and see if they sent you a letter that they suspended your license, right? Because you might not know. All right, but if you ever move out of state, change your license. It's a little bit difficult. Change it before they suspend it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Octavius M. I nominate Destiny for Monkey Simpanzee of the Year. Poor Destiny. No, it's not. Jamie Hoffman says, "Hit the like button, you ninjas." How about you too? You bitch. You bitch. Sam says, "Women are available for rent for the foreseeable future." I'm gonna be up in them guts like Nate was inside Jada. He says, when she said I was in a bind, the junior college is going to be Liddy in 2024 and beyond, without a doubt. Sligo is the sauce, drops another two-bagger, two bags. Sligo is the sauce, says, shout out to the coach, gang, gang, paying my dues. Keep this up, and you'll be worth tens of millions after the baby mama terrorist, yes. Yeah. She'll only get a fraction of what I'll ever make. It's going to be peanuts when you look into the foreseeable future. Dennis B says, the poll, would you prefer separate bedrooms? Nope. That's when they asked, you can't bring your girl in. I would not prefer separate bedrooms. I mean, if I was younger in a monogamous relationship, I would do separate bedrooms. I wouldn't mind that. Grandparents slept in separate beds as to now make sure your grandpa pisses on her in the middle of the night okay but separate bedrooms is just still she just there she just there man Nah, i can't bring no women home (laughs) i need a place i need a place you know i don't want to bang a girl out in the minivan i don't want to have to take her to the momo i want to line my ish up i want to line my ish up like this you know what i mean i go to the apartment tuesday friday sorry thursday friday saturday you stay at home with the kids, and I can line my shit up. Ooh, there we go right there. Tamika, Tanisha, Shonda, Alicia. Mm. About three Kims. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, this is crazy. All right, uh, yeah, that's how it would be. Anyway. Uh, Bob says, I never understood open marriages. Why not just be friends with benefits? In fact, open marriages are retarded to me. I mean, I don't, mm. I don't know why you would ever do one. 
Now, ethically non-monogamous is another thing there, but uh, uh, poly is another thing, but it would be polygyny. That's for damn sure. All right. The woman I'm paying for definitely ain't getting banged out. Not in my damn bedroom. All right. Anyway, you talk about some open marriages are dumb, guys. Never participate in that goofy ass shit. All right. All right. Um, and then she coming up here. Your wife get nutted in her mouth. And you in over there kissing or ki- kissing another ninja's kids. I mean, come on, man. I ain't. Nah, man, my wife can't go out. Get her mouth nutted in and then come out here and get me tongue kissing her. This is just can't happen. This is a family show. I'm just trying to describe. Uh, but guys will do that. You'll, you'll think, hey, you know what? I'm a little unsatisfied in my marriage. Why don't we open it up and you can see other people and I can see other people. You know what's going to happen? You cannot keep up with this. If your wife says, okay, yes, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for you. Trust me, I've been on the other side of open relationships, meaning that let's just say I was the bull. <laughs> All right, that was, that was his girl getting defiled. All right, but um, anyway. But um, yeah, it's not advantage for you. Plus, you can't even use that as a pickup line. You know, I'm in an open relationship. You got your family. You got your wedding ring on. You at the bar. You start running game. You're like, hey, I like you. Can I get your phone number? Yeah, but you're married. Don't worry, honey. I'm in an open relationship. Mm. Yeah, I'm married, but it's open. Trust me. It's not going to work. She's not going to go. She ain't going to go. Oh, really? You're in an open relationship? Oh, I don't have any confirmation. Okay, I'm going. She ain't going to do it. That's not going to be a selling point. However, flip it. Flip it. Your girlfriend, your wife's at the bar. She has her big diamond ring on. What ninja's going to stop talking to her? You know, she's married. Don't talk to her. That's not going to happen. So you're talking to her. I see you're married. She says, why, yes, I am. Well, I was going to ask for your number, but I see you're married. Oh, don't worry. I'm in an open marriage. This ninja going right. Oh, really? Fantastic. That's the best deal I ever heard. That's great. (laughs) Here we go right there. He going to run that like, oh, really? He don't need the husband to confirm or nothing. That's a great matter of fact. Let me just say this. That is the best case scenario for a man to bang a wife that has an open relationship. Like, really? Gosh, I don't have to pay for it. I don't have to get, I don't have to text you. I don't have to maintain the relationship. Another ninja housing you. I'll never have to leave, uh, marry you. God damn. <laughs> That is the best. That's great. All right. Husband's cool with it. Hi, husband. All right. This is great. So in or in other words, in other words, the wife has the advantage in an open relationship. She has a significant advantage. It, it only becomes <laughs> um, it only becomes a problem if you get into a relationship in the open relationship. So that's where it's going to become a problem. I know people to be open. And the only time it worked against the wife or the girlfriend is when the the husband or the boyfriend got a partner, yes, partner, that was equal or better than the woman he had. Now, that right there, that's going to ruin it. She going to be salty, jealous, but the problem is she benefited from being open, and she going to try to close that door real quick. She's going to be like, wait a minute. If you get a woman that's just as attractive or even more attractive, 
probably more stable economically than her, she going to be pissed. She going to get jealous. That's the only, only, and then if you getting close to her and you going on dates with her and shit, <laughs> I've seen that happen. And then she's like, oh, no. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, I, I suggest not to get in these things. This is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. We need to go back to old school monogamy. I mean, well, actually, it's new school. Dwayne Hicks says separate bedrooms and beds was historical to the, for, uh, historically the norm for a long time. Think of I Love Lucy shows back in the day. I actually talked about that. He says not sure when it changed. Well, the I Love Lucy episodes um, where they show separate beds, it was not really a norm. They did it to portray a certain image on television. So, it, it, the, you know, a lot of us get these 50s representations of what it was like in the 50s. Let me tell you, they had hoes and brothels in the 50s, swingers and flappers. Bitches doing the Charleston. All right, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> but on television, they had a certain standard, which we've lost all of that. Tipper Gore and freaking uh, that one ninja, Dan Quayle, tried to warn us. But we've lost all sense of morality. And our entertainment vehicles is nothing but debauchery, disgusting. But there was a standard of what uh, men and women did. And they would basically say, oh, they're a married couple. They sleep in separate beds. But it was not really that way. That's how they portrayed it on the television. The television is a major psyops. And the government was very involved. The moral police was very involved in portraying the image of very family image. Think of Andy Griffith and shit like this. <laughs> this is all, the government was very hands-on in making sure that people were getting moral, good messages, no debauchery. Remember, you couldn't even talk about communism, the Red Scare. They was out there going crazy. Now, that all got lost in the 90s. The 90s switched it up. All right, so here's the funny thing about it. The 90s in the night, we look at the 50s and we're like, oh boy. All right. I wish I could be back in the 50s. That, 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 but, but the 50s, what people think of the 50s, it was, they think of, um, they think of television. They think of television in the 50s, but you were being programmed. Television programming. Shout out to our brother, Eddie Griffin. You're being programmed to believe it. Now, let me just rephrase it here. Um, let me give you an idea. Television only showed certain people, which were mostly white, suburban, family. Now, there were people in the 50s surely living in uh, hovels and projects and on top of each other in New York City. So minorities, people lived in a, in a um, very Jim Crow South in the 50s. Women were going to, they was living the color purple. They was living, da, na, 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 na. Women was cheating on their husbands big time in the 50s. Men were going to war in the 50s. So, and the happy days was in the 70s, but it portrayed the 50s. Um, so, when people talk about the 50s and they're like, we should go back to traditional and all of that stuff, you're talking about television. You're not, ta you're not talking about what real life was. You're talking about Lassie. You want to go back to Lassie. Come here, girl. Come here, Lassie. Oh, you're a good girl, Lassie. 
That shit wasn't no real TV. That wasn't no real anyway. That wasn't real. That was fake. Even a suburban lifestyle where the woman was the homemaker. That's all fake. That, that wasn't how it really was. And the only reason it was like that for a small sector of the population in America is because they fled the cities when ninjas moved in. That's why. <laughs> That's why there were white suburban housewives. Because they was living in Philadelphia, Baltimore, Los Angeles, New York, Detroit. And then ninjas moved in and flooded through the migration from the south. Ninjas took over the cities and they went skedaddling out to the <laughs> suburb. And they was like, that white picket fence shit. They went and ran out there, but those women didn't have any means to work. So they had to be at home. Them suburbs weren't developed at all. They were underdeveloped. They were not, uh, the, the cities weren't actually cities. Okay, so women couldn't go. And by the way, you weren't driving from these suburban areas to the city to go get your job. You weren't commuting. There was no such thing as commuting to a job, especially for a woman. So these images, so everybody in the city as a woman was working. They were working, hoeing, <laughs> all that stuff. They had jobs. So this idea that women didn't work is, is, is flawed. And when you get down to black women, they almost inevitably all worked. It was very rare to find you a black woman that didn't work. They all worked. So they did something. They was a nanny, a maid, a bed winch, a bed warmer. All right, whatever they were. A maid. She worked hard for the money. She worked at a diner before Mexicans showed up. She worked at a diner. The white man was baiting the brakes off of her in the back of the diner. All right, anyway, let me stop. Anyway, <laughs> this is Drunk History by CGA. Drunk History by CGA. It's not accurate. It's comical. It's true, but there's some gaps in there. There's some gaps. There's some gaps in there. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so we can go back to the 50s. The 50s is somewhat of a facade. A small percentage of these people had that type of lifestyle. Anyway. Women was on typewriters, Mary Tyler Moore shit. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yep, they work in textile. They was sewing. They was working long hours, back break at work. <laughs> Here we go. Get them women to work. Get to work. All right, but they just didn't have Oprah mobility. They couldn't work in these corporations, so. Yeah, it's a crazy thing here. But yeah, yes, yes. But by the way, I did know my great-grandpowers. Well, sorry. My great-grandpowers, grandpowers, that's a good word. My great-grandparents, they actually had separate beds. But then this is, again, they were in their 70s when I was like 10. So I did see them living in, they did sleep in separate beds. Now, I don't know if they did this the entire time, but again, these, these are 70-year-olds. And you would have to think, if you're 70 years old, especially back in the 1980s, what's the likelihood that you have control of your bladder? At 70, what's the likelihood that you would be married for 50 years and still want to sleep in the said same bed as an individual? You know what I mean? They going to somebody going to piss the bed. Somebody going to piss the bed about half the month if you're old. So separate beds is a benefit for old people. 
First of all, you've been married for 45, 50 years. Why do you want to sleep next to someone who's going to piss themselves almost every, yeah, man, you know what I mean? And, and there was no Viagra back in the day. They didn't have Viagra. <laughs> they didn't have Viagra. So it wasn't like they was going to fuck. Like, what are they going to do? They went Mr. Limpy. All right. He's like, <laughs> they went Mr. Limpy. It wasn't like he was going to pop a couple of pills and say, da, na, 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 na. Somebody might take a shit. So it's like, well, why don't we get him a different bed? So if granny or grandpa takes a shit in the middle of the night, he can't make it to the bathroom. She don't disturb the other partner. Anyway, <laughs> just, I'm just saying that's a, probably a reason why. Anyway, you know what I mean? Back in the day, you 75, you're like, man, there ain't nothing I'm going on here. You were just, all right, let me get back to the show. I think I got it here. Shout out to Game of Thrones says, thanks CGA for sharing these streams of wisdom. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. And Seminole says, on the subject of the idiot box, there's a YouTuber named Truth Unedited currently doing a series decade by decade about how the TV plus media changed the culture of the U.S. J.P. Morgan and the NWO own 90% of the networks. If you know, you know. But thank you for sharing that. New, 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 new world order. Like, they were very, very specific about what you were going to listen to or hear. Um, and that changed in the 1990s that changed when really hip-hop culture invaded the airwaves now you guys got to understand a little do y'all want to hear this drunk history shit all right i'm gonna start a channel but hip-hop was the great great changer shifting in the culture and also you can include alternative rock music and such but these bands green day nirvana you know metallica to an extent um speed rock Metal, speed metal, um, hip-hop culture. These cultures, these genres were infiltrated really fast, but they were kept underground for a long time. They were kept underground. A lot of these bands were around for a long time. Hip-hop was uh, started as kind of like, hey, I'm going to talk about the DJ and, you know, all of this shit, and I'm the freshest MC and all of this bullshit, right? No, no message. Then the message came out. Then it kind of went through a wave of, you know, um, you know, kind of a growth of, uh, we, oh, we can put a message in here. All right, we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you something about yourself. Get yourself out of there. Broken glass everywhere. All of this shit. And then, um, you know, they're highlighting problems. Then all of a sudden, a few years later, Gangster Rap comes out, puts all that shit to bed. You know, Public Enemy was popular. X-Clan, shout out to them. Then, then they're like, these ninjas getting educated through the music. We got to have to put a kill all that. Kill that noise. Then they went through the evolution of gangster rap, and then everybody had to be gangster and a thug to be able to get put on, even if you weren't. You had to be a hardcore and a thug. This was a time bomb in the community. Thus, the point of it was there was a movement to kill all that, right? There was a movement to squash it, and there was a movement to promote it. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. I don't, Kanye, chill out, man. I'm not on the Kanye rant. But there was a movement to promote it in a, a movement that said there was a family values movie, movement. Family values. Who remembers that? That was, um, that was, uh, uh um, Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle, Tipper Gore. 
Al Gore's wife. They wanted a family values, meaning that we cannot put this messaging out here. But people started to want to hear it. So then reality TV came popular in the early 90s. And that was a message that put into young people's mind that we should accept homosexuals, minorities, we should love one another, we're all one color. And this was very counter culture to television program. So that was a shift. I think that's where the shift was, the 1990s, the early 90s. That shift kind of led us politically and socially to where we stand today. If that didn't happen, we wouldn't have what we have today, which is the black community in complete chaos and degradation and destruction. You you wouldn't have the trans community at all, all right? You wouldn't have it at all if the 90s didn't exist because, you know, there was no rights for, uh, there was no rights for gays, none. But that was all early adopted into MTV and all of that shit, the real world. The real world was very pivotal for gay rights, very, very pivotal. So that programming was counter-programming, and people still tried to put that down. No, we can't let people hear that. Don't put, put, put parental advisory stickers on all these, ma- <laughs> put parental advisory stickers on records and CDs and tapes so nobody buys it, or at least they're warned about it. But what did it do? Parental advisory sticker made people buy the, the, t- the t- they made people buy it. Right, you would look for the album that had the parental advisory sticker. In fact, nobody even cursed on the record, and they put the parental advisory sticker on it, and that made it more sellable. They're like, we better put the. If you had a clean hip hop record, they're like, we don't want to hear that shit. So now we're going into cursing on records, saying the most outlandish shit, doing things that they weren't even living. They were just kind of, they were trying to make it like they lived it and they weren't living those lives talking about hypersexuality fornication drug use killing murder selling drugs pimping it was pushed into it so the counterculture is now that's the that's the status quo that's what you want to hear that's what you want to watch reality tv shows you want to watch that and so people are distracted and now there's no there's no uh lid pandora's box is open as a result If you came out with Lassie today, if you came out with some clean programming today, some PBS shit, if you came out with some educational shit, nobody watching it. They be like, that's that fake ass shit. Well, in reality, the the stuff you're listening to is fake. It's a real world, man. It's an evil world out here. It's an evil world we live in. And this is why the Department of Homeland Security don't like Coach Greg Adams. New, 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 New world order. Right? Somebody came out with some good, wholesome-ass television. Ain't nobody watching that shit. You got two broke girls, four lesbians living together, banging each other, friends, three men, three women living single. I mean, you got some crazy-ass shit being promoted out here. Wild shit. Brother, wives, sister, husbands. I don't know what the fuck going on. They out here just showing you. And so, where you see it right here. We're in a death spiral of deaf, dumb, and blind ignorance. We're in the death spiral of ignorance. It's crazy. All right, anyway, man, that's my, that's my drunk history, man. If you disagree with me, let me know in the comment section here. But I lived a couple of years, so I might know a little bit of something here. And social media is the next one. It's a wrap. Uh, social media is the next one. Instagram and, yeah, because kids don't watch television today. Like, they, young people don't watch television. Television is a big thing back in the day. They'd be like, hey, man, get the TV guide. Get the TV guide. Damn, Alf's coming on at 7. 
followed by, all right, uh, family, family ties. Oh, shit. All right, what's going on on Thursday? Let me get my highlighter, circle that shit. Cosby show, followed by Seinfeld. Did you, you was just ready to go. You had your whole evening planned out. <laughs> Sunday football, NBC, you like, oh, what, what's the game of the week? Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals facing the Cleveland Browns. All right, welcome to Three River Stadium, or whatever that shit was. The NFL, the most American sport right here. Here we go. We're taking over. Here we go right here. All right, anyway, full house and family matters. If they push family members out here, family matters out today, and ain't nobody watching that shit. All right, anyway. Let me get back to the show. Hey, man, I'm just bugging. I miss y'all this morning. Hit the like button. All right, we gonna get into this right here. Train Yang, it's time right here. Let's get to the Train Yang. Train Yang. Let's get into the Train Yang. This is the Train Yang segment. Uh, take a look at this right here, man. Listen to this Millie Mouth Muskrat. There she is right here. I don't want to give you her name, but uh, she has some interesting things to say about who she is. And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, these are your future wives right here. Let's play it. Back visiting my college town to give you a tour, but through my eyes. This is the building where I had to retake my science requirement because I failed the first time. This is the room where we took the tests, and this is the bathroom where I'd run and Google all the answers on my phone. This is the Jewish rat. Spent a lot of time here. So much time that I actually got pregnant in here and ended up having to get an abortion. So, scene of the crime. I'm walking by the frat house where I was a snow angel for the first time. Immediately after I texted my mom, not because I was like freaking out thinking I was gonna die, but because I wanted her to know how cool I was for doing blow. This is her response to me. I'll read you my favorite line from it. Skinny lines every two hours at most, none after 10 p.m. If you can't sleep, take a Benadryl. That's Hillel, the Jewish student center, and I was on the student board, but I got fired because I told them I was too sick to go to teacher student Shabbat dinner but I actually just went on a date with a 33-year-old guy that I met on Twitter. This is the dining hall where I once set my head down on the table and fell asleep from the middle of breakfast until the beginning of dinner, and nobody woke me. They just cleaned around me. This is my sorority house. I used to live in this room, and I would sit on this balcony. I would shout numbers 1 through 10 at the men who walked by. The frat house where I lived for one summer. I had this big TV in the living room, and I used to watch Netflix on it. For some reason, I thought I was watching on my account, but then the frat president wrote a really angry message in the group chat saying, who watched all of Riverdale on my Netflix? Hey, I'm back visiting my college town. Oh, I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Well, man, college is one of those things, man. I'm on when you send your daughter off to college. You're like, oh, boy, she about to become an adult out here. Okay, daddy. <laughs> this is what we got, man. Oh, and of course, it's her doing the damage out here. Boy, they live an interesting years. You know, we, we call these your future husbands. I'm sorry. We call these your future wives. We also say that's somebody's daughter. Uh, but, yeah, she can get throttled, too. That's what they out here doing. Ninja, she a full adult. Let's go. Right, <laughs> who cares? That's somebody's daughter. She doing it with somebody, Ninja. I'll be in line. All right, of course. My past doesn't matter, too, man. It's getting tough out here. Knowing this is not a parody. This is not a skit. This is her. <laughs> right? This is her out here. God dang. Woof. She out here acting a monkey. All right, here we go right here, man. Look at Millie Mouth Muskrat. All right, what do we got here? I'm going to give you a tour, but through my eyes. This is the building where I had to retake my science requirement because I failed the first time. This is the room where we took the tests, and this is the bathroom where I'd run and Google all the answers on my phone. This is the Jewish rat. Spent a lot of time here. So much time that I actually got pregnant in here and ended up having to get an abortion. 
I'm telling you, man, this is the good old days. Man, the good old days are gone, man. Hey, I tell y'all, it's not coming back, man. It's not. The, the, it's a. Hey. <laughs> the good old days are gone. You know what I mean? The innocent, the day, the age of innocence is what we're going to call it. The age of innocence are gone. Somebody said, show her body. <laughs> you know she fat. You know she got hips. Just based on based on some information I know about her. She probably wide-hipped it. All right. Uh, anyway. So, scene of the crime. I'm walking by the frat house where I was a snow angel. for the. Uh, there's the coca. I told you, man. I told you, you got to watch out for the caucuses. You know, they, they be doing the coca, man. Coca is like a recreational drug. Where I was doing snow candy, nose candy, yeah. First time, immediately after I texted my mom, not because I was like freaking out, thinking I was gonna die, but because I wanted her to know how cool I was for. Oh man, for doing coca. Doing blow. This is her response to me. I'll read you my favorite line from it. All right, and so here we go, right here. Mom was a cocor back in the day, seventies. All right, back in the seventies, she used to be at the studio fifty four. She used to be roller girl in San Fernando Valley. So even mom knows. Oh, I know what to do. You, you went on a coke, you're in a coke stupor. Well, this is what you do. Oh, don't tell dad. Don't tell, don't tell dad about her little snow angel. Get him, daddy. Don't tell dad. Coked out, don't tell dad. And one of the things I've been telling you guys, dad, dads, you're the last to know. You're the last to know. You want to think your little girl would never. Remember I showed you the girl yesterday? She got herp dirt and she was like, what am I going to tell my parents? I'm a skeezer. All right, and they're going to judge me. What is my dad going to think about me? He's going to take my car. All right, but you're the last to know. Mom protects your daughter, the daughter's secrets. Mom protects the daughter's secrets. You dads think you guys got to figure it out. I'm one of these dads that's like, uh-uh. You know why? Because I coached a lot of daughters. I coached a lot of people's daughters. Now, not all of them were bad, but there were some secrets that I knew. I knew before the parents knew. I knew one. I, I knew before their parents knew. That's all I'll say. I knew about their activities with men. I knew about women when they got pregnant. I knew about uh, uh, one or two ladies that had an early termination of pregnancy. I knew about the women who got turned out by the lesbians. Um, I knew when girls were failing classes. I knew. And the parents would be calling me up. What is my little angel doing? <laughs> I'm like, yo, little angel. Your daughter was a nice girl. Now she is a slut. The, the queen treat ninjas just like King Tut, gobbling up nuts. All right, anyway, shout out to Ice Cube. I guess I got to tell people where I'm getting the lyrics. I don't want you to think I got it. All right, but um, not all women are doing this, by the way. There's some good women. The Asian women, they go to the library on Sundays. <laughs> all right, here. And by the way, I couldn't snitch. Not even on this show, but I couldn't snitch to the parents. I'm like, because legally they were adults. Yes, they were adults, but yes, there was somebody's daughter, and they were underage 18-year-olds. All right, but they were legally adults, so I could not tell them what their daughter was doing in any way. Like, that's an adult woman. Take that up with your daughter. That's no longer your kid, and also, you're also not privy to information about another adult. They have their own lives and their own things that they need. They're an adult. I can't even tell your, your daughter fell in a class. I can't even tell you she caught an STI. I couldn't. I can't tell information about that. That's against the law, anyway. Mm. All right. So you got to know when you work on a college campus, boy. You. Whew. All right. Anyway, man. Shout out to that Coke three hundred four right there. We got another one out here. Train Yane. All right. She, this woman has an honest question right here. 
She has an honest question. Let's listen to it. She had a train uh, ran on her. Question for you. If you are dating someone that you've been dating for a while, say you guys are deep down, deep in the relationship, maybe about a year or so, to the point where you feeling like, okay, it's time to take it to the next step, or just the fact that you really are into someone, that you really, you know, are clicking and you like this person, they got a lot of traits that you like, and you get along really well. The only thing that you find out later in a relationship now you are already at least a year in the thing that you find out is that <clears throat> maybe back in the day she had a train ran on her by people that you knew train. Mm. would that change how you felt about her would you have a conversation with her or how would you handle that situation Oh man, I man, y'all out here. Hey, yo, chill, sir. Hey, yo. <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, interesting question, ma'am. Hey, uh, she's like, love conquers all. Love conquers all. I mean, listen, she's like, you fell in love with me. We were gonna go all the way. We were planning a family. You were gonna get down and bend at knee. But then you found out when I was in college and post-college. And after that, I had a trying. <laughs> hey, ladies, man, ladies, man, y'all be act. Y'all be offering up some horrible deals. I told you an earlier deal was absolute garbage. But now you want me to overlook a train. Trying. You want me to overlook a train? Yeah, but deep down inside, we love each other. I'm supposed to overlook a train. Oh, man, we gone, man. We gone. Send it. I'm telling you, we can't walk it back. We can't walk it back. Mm. <laughs> oh, poor girl out here. Overlook my train. No big deal. We love each other. Don't judge me for my past. Only God can judge me. All right, let's go through these real quick here. Jeannie Mai playing reindeer games on Young Jeezy. And there it is right there. Jeannie Mai denies claims that she's keeping the daughter away from Jeezy voice voices safety concerns over his firearms quote safely securing and locking away all firearms that have been unsecured in the past mm. now as you guys remember i told you this is going to be ugly this is going to be an ugly one i got bitter baby mom syndrome all over this baby mama terrorist all over this straight up baby mama terrorist you know this is going to end bad jeezy got played like a big old big mouth bass and he got that baby out here. Jeezy, you're going to have to ride this shit out for the next 17 years, bro. So Jeezy accused Jeannie Mai of not parental alienation, but gatekeeping, essentially saying, well, you can't see the kid uh, unless you meet my conditions. Now, safety, obviously, is an important one. You don't want the kid running around picking up loose firearms. That would not be good. So I understand that. But, but didn't you know this about him before? It was fine when you guys were together. Did you ever voice these concerns when you were together? Probably not. But now you want to act like you have the best interest of the child. So you want to run out here and tell him you can only see the kid unless you meet my conditions, a.k.a. the woman standing in front of the man, right? The woman stands in between the child. The woman assumes that she has more rights than you. 
And this is what the problem is of the American women. This needs to be terminated, and these women need to be rounded up and put in prison for committing this child abuse and parental alienation and using their bitterness against the man because they lost their relationship. But that's neither here nor there. You didn't hear it from me. This is just me interpreting what these baby mama terrorists are doing legally with the help of these attorneys and judges. But it's just neither here nor there. Not all judges and attorneys, but most of them. Um, so now she a bitter baby mama. She's losing. She's messed up in the head. She lost a man. She's now lost access to the resources. She's trying to act like she's playing fair. I'm playing fair, but I want him to follow my rules. Bitch, we live in two different houses. You cannot tell me what to do in my own goddamn house. This is how it works when you enter into divorce. When you're in a divorce, I have rules at my house. You have rules at your house. You stay the fuck out of my business when the kid's at my house. You don't get to say how I run my house when you live in your own house. That's how divorce works. You don't have to say, I don't have to follow shit that you do. Now, we should play a team. We got to play goody-goody. But some of these things that she's using, she's actually trying to signal. She's simp wolf whistling. She's saying he's dangerous. I'm threatened by the kids in a dangerous predicament when the kid goes over there. Perhaps I should go ahead and use the court of public opinion to vilify young Jeezy. He has my kid around dangerous weapons and drugs. He's the snowman. This is a bitter woman. She's a bitter woman. <laughs> right? And we got to call out these bitter-ass women. Anyway. They bitter. And we don't even want to prove it, man. They be using all the system to be these bitter-ass mamas playing reindeer games. She ain't looking out for the safety of the kid. She's actually looking out as a means and way to control the man. <laughs> we just know this. All right, anyway. This is what it is. And then she'll say, but I have more parenting time after preventing me from seeing my kid. This is sad. It's a disgrace. Um, Let's get into this. Well, pause. Let's not get into destiny. We'll do the main event and we'll do it live. <laughs> destiny blames his the rapist. Is that what it says? Hold on for a second. Let me fix my screen. Hold on for a second. Let me fix my screen. But who put this? Uh, my assistant is bugging out. It said, oh, wait a minute. I messed it up. It was right the first time. All right. Shout out to the pseudo psycho, the pseudo psychology community. You caught another L today by liberal destiny. They blame, he blaming destiny, destiny, blaming that the rapist for being a cut or a simp. Let's go ahead and play the video here and see what's going on. If you haven't caught up destiny. A former, a former person that was going to be the sole slayer of the red pill, getting his red pill moment. He's now changed. And as I tell you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And he got got. You should know the story, but let's go ahead and hear him out. We're going to play two separate videos, and we'll start with this one. I am, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, okay? There's a lot of really crazy stories here that are really funny that I think paint me in a much different light than the public reception is of me, which is kind of annoys everything about uh, me, or it is annoying to me that everybody's receptions. Um, however, okay, I'm ready to lose. Here goes half my fan base today, okay? Oh, uh, oh what happened? Okay, so now, again, I already told you we can, This he's fair game. 
We're not making fun of his divorce scenario. We're just making fun of him. We're not making fun of him. We're constructively criticizing the fact that he's learned his lesson and he thought he was an exception to the rule. This is a lot of you ninjas out here. And that's you. So he's going to lose half of his fan base because now. Why? Because you got to tell the truth. Because now you got to tell the truth. Now you can no longer speak in ignorance and hope. Now you got to tell your fan base that you compiled by trying to be the pan that takes down the red pill. Now you got to tell the truth. I told you 2023 is the year of truth. 2024 is going to be the year to protect your neck. You thought you was just, you got your fan base, but now you got to tell them the truth. Let's continue. Um, I got mega triggered by what I feel like was Melina telling me a lie four days ago. And I got unhinged. And I think I told her, I was like, listen, you need to be gone by the time I get back. Get all your shit, leave, blah, 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 blah. I think I started, I didn't want to sleep that night and I didn't. I stayed up all night. I started like dumping shit in chat. Um, despite Mel saying things about me to privately to other friends and things that I don't feel are fair. I think- all right. So what is he got? Destiny, come talk to your boy here. I won't, I won't unleash the wrath if you're in person. But yeah, man, what is this called? That's, she says, I have to break it down. If you want to watch the full clip, watch it yourself. I have to br- break it down in fair use. He said, Melina went off and told my friends some shit that really wasn't true. You should listen to me. This is called the court of public opinion. This is called the court of public opinion. You dumbass. But I've been trying to tell you. Women are going to beat you to the punch and run to either the court system or your friend circle and torpedo you. And now you got your your ass got woken up. Wake your punk ass up. Shit's about to get real. All that little shit and lies you was putting out there. Now you about to see it in real time and look at the pain on that ninja's face. Well, she went out there and she said some things that I really wasn't. It really wasn't culture. I think she is still doing. I still hear this. Um, I don't think it's my place. I shouldn't be like taking private relationship stuff and like airing that publicly. There's literally no reason to do this. I should have never done this when I was typing in chat. Um, there's no reason for me to do like a public accounting for of like a private relationship between me and Mel. Um, as much as I think she's made some deplorable decisions over the past few months, uh, I'm not, it's, I just don't think it's very fair uh, for me to like, I'm going to do the Mel Nefesto and just, just completely on her and dump everything on blah 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 all right so here's here's the thing about this man here's the thing about this let me let me just say this so now you're admitting to that's what you're doing you shared the public disgrace that was your ending of your relationship everybody saw it coming you should have went solo but now you want to pull it back and i find this where the error is in our system of relationships you see Because you're in love and you find you a girl or you find you a guy and you want to prove that love conquers all and you want to prove that everybody else is in bad shape, what do you do? You put that shit out in public. Not only did you put it out in public, you paraded this shit around in our face. Not only did you do it, you actually did the almost the unthinkable and put yourself in almost the worst possible position you put yourself in. And you promoted that. Then you went and you tried to come over here with your smart ass 
and try to go ahead and degrade every one of us over here and call us bitter and hurt incels and all that. So you were out here waving that shit around, but now when it goes left, you want to keep it private. No, simp in public, simp in private. All right? You want to share your happiness in public, then just share your war stories in public too. Nah, man, simp in public. You got Don't run the private now. Don't cover up now. <laughs> right here. Nah, you want to simp in bed and cuck in public, then just bring this pain out in public, ninja. Comedian once said, divorces should have the same audience as the marriage. Divorces should always have the same audience as the marriage. Send them divorce invitations out. Drag everybody else to the courtroom and the gulag and the family court building. Let's go. Nah, you want to have time for privacy for your family. Nah, man. If you bring face image, name image likeness out, live that disaster out in public too. Roll that be- beautiful bean footage as Tommy Soto Bobby York has to say. Ninja, don't, don't hide now. Don't hide now because you got played. Um, which is absolutely cucked, and I understand that. Um, and I understand that uh, I, I'll tell you, and listen, if you want to blame anybody, uh, blame my therapist because what? yesterday I was very oh, close hell. to doing a huge, like, we're going to talk about a lot of shit. Uh, then I had like a, yeah, I had a really long chat with my therapist or our therapist, I guess, to try to like sort out my feelings, what I want in the future going forward, like what I think is like the best thing to do. And I basically completely 180 after that conversation. And I'm like, you know, I probably shouldn't take our whole relationship and then make it public. Uh, if for no other reason, basically what I'm looking to do is shit on Mel and attack her reputation to salvage mine, which I could do, but like, I don't know. I see like, obviously she's getting a ton of negative comments, um, in her, all of her social medias, which sucks. Um, the other guy is too. I don't care about him. He can kill himself. Um, oh my goodness. Are you blaming the rapist for what? I was quite confused with that, but now you're mad at the other dude. You had an open relationship. Why are you mad? He took your girl, Mr. Steal your girl. Why you mad at him? And why you protecting Mel? All right, why you protecting Mel? All right, she went out here to be in these streets right here. In these streets? Hey, man, she gone, man. She gone. You can't protect her no more. You're divorced. Yeah. But for, I like, yeah, my goal here, like, shouldn't be to, like, yeah. I just don't think it's appropriate to do that. And Mel has never done that to me, to be fair. She's vague tweeted before, but there is no reason for, um, yeah. Sorry. Nah, man, nah, 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 nah. Ninja, we fighting eye for an eye, a two for a two. A life for a life, Ninja. That's what we doing out here. All right, he's still trying to, you know, walk on eggshells around her. Ninja, that ain't your girl no more. Mm. <laughs> she ain't, that ain't your, by the way, she was never yours. It was just your turn. But you try to fight that against that either. Oh, my Lord. This Ninja need a, yeah, welcome to the Red Bull. This Ninja, man, God, this is why we can't listen to liberals, man. Y'all be living in the fantasy world. Not all of you. I, I, of all the possible paths today that I discussed with a lot of people, I basically, um, took the, uh, the most, the most cooked route, but, um, yeah, out of, yeah, whatever respect or undying love I still have for my wife. Uh, yeah, that's will, will, we'll see, uh, we'll see where that, where that winds up and <laughs> we'll see where that ends up in a few months.
Wow. Wow. Well, I think he's through. Right, this snitch out here. He threw out here. You big dummy. Oh man. All right, let me let me play another clip here. This is Melina. Contacts Destiny and asks for money. All right. Okay, okay, all right here. And, I got money. Uh, by the way, somebody said he's shuffling. All right, yeah, he is shuffling right here. Yes, let's give him some shuffles. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you gonna do? Coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There's more. Hey, man, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. I mean, you don't have to believe this. But let's just do this. First of all, she did you dirty. All right? She did you dirty. I'm not one to let dirt slide. Now, I might not seek revenge on you, but I will distance myself against you like from you significantly you are outside of the vip section right you are now on the outside of my circle of influence so she did you dirty there's no doubt about that now you're protecting her still and her reputation she she her reputation solidified all right everybody can say what they say they they are almost accurate based on what's happening here okay so that why are you protecting her second of all you're gonna go through a divorce here I know you're going to think it's amicable, but you're going to get your red pill moment because you can get married fast, but divorce is very slow. So there's a lot that can happen in between, and you're only two weeks in. You know the amount of couples that I knew that were going to get a divorce that were amicable, and then when the divorce process started, six months, a year later, they was at each other's neck. They was at each other's neck. I once met a woman. I mean, I knew a woman that my kids went to school with. I used to hang out with her. And she used to tell me, oh, don't worry about it. It's amicable, and we know what we want, and it's just going to be thing. We won't even get lawyers. <laughs> and they were had one of the worst divorces I've ever seen. And even post-divorce, it was like, it was 10 times worse than mine. I was like, oh, my Lord, horrible. So do never believe that going in that it's going to be amicable. What normally happens is the woman has a, and, the, and Giselle Bunchen actually, uh, voiced this out in September. Giselle Bunchen actually said, hey, divorce wasn't, I didn't get what I thought I was going to get out of the divorce. Then she tried to say, I'm kind of happy. I'm glad I did it. But she said it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. All right, and I'll, I'll put this up here and I'll play that next Des Destiny clip. What did Giselle say? It says uh, right here, it, it wasn't what she hoped for. Right here. It, it, see, Giselle Bunchen says Tom Brady split isn't what she hoped for. Now, this is what's going to make it a non make it this damn thing off my screen. All right, what are we doing here? So women do, you know, they, they live in fantasy land. So they, they think they're going to be happy with the next decision. But in the meantime, they blow everything up and they blow every bridge up possible. Uh, <laughs> they blow up bridges. They blow up city blocks. They're a bull in a china shop. They think the next thing's gonna make them happy. They continue to, you know, you know, you move on with life. You start dating, fornicating, doing whatever you need to do. You start saving some money, stacking up. You start making more money, and then that pisses them off more. So then you start going dating at the junior college. Dom was out here banging flatbacks, young flatbacks, going crazy, and she was stuck with that Taekwondo instructor. So what happened was she left Tom when she had a branch to grab onto. So she was monkey branching, 
Most women that divorce monkey branch. Almost, not most, all women who divorce monkey branch, meaning there's a branch she holds on to, then she leaves you, she lets yours go. And then she lets you go off into the fiery pits of hell. <laughs> right? She lets you go. You go homeless, your whole block blowing up, and she like, I don't give a damn. She blow your car up. She be having your car on fire. Well, what she did to my car? All right. What now, what happens is you give it six months. You give it a year. You give it two years. Once that branch messes up, if that next guy she swings to, if it doesn't work out, she going to come after you with guns blazing. Because she lost the level up. She lost the come up. The relationship she jumped to, she realized she was going to get, she now knows she got pumped and dumped. The next branch, the next guy was, I'll marry you. And then she leaves you. And then he like, well, I really ain't going to marry you. Or he becomes a bum. They real, real life happens. So then she like, oh shit. So now she got to come back to the only thing she got, which is the ex-husband. Now she going to tear your ass up from limb from limb. All right, limb from limb. She going to tear you up because that's all she got. Now, sometimes they'll crawl back. Sometimes they'll crawl back and you'll reject them and they'll really burn up your car. Well, what she did to my car? Yeah. Yep. Or she'll just be like, I got to take him for his money. Then it becomes not amicable. Somebody says she has a video of her walking in the city talking about how she wanted to give a random guy a BJ just because she wanted to, but he turned her down. She was hurt. Yeah, she going to be off. This woman's going to become unhinged. Let's play the next video right here. Destiny, you out here about to take a L. This is Destiny. I'm, I know he's in the pit of weakness because now he's, uh, he's in this situation with Mel. Here we go. Melina reaches out to me for the first time in like 10 days, okay? Fair use. Okay, 12 days, okay? She has, because she's blocked me on everything. And now she's like, oh, we should talk. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, we hop into a call. And I think like the first thing I, the first thing I say is like, I'm irritated by a couple things. Uh, oh. One thing I'm irritated about. What the fuck? Stomach growling? Damn, he is a that my ex-wife has reached out to a ton of people. Uh, at least, I'll say at least five mutual friends have alerted me. I have no idea how many other are affected. Uh, basically saying that <clears throat> I've lied about a ton of stuff and that I am abusive. Oh, boy. Oh, well, I mean, listen, that I, it's a wrap for this ninja. She, well, she called you abusive. It's over. It's over. She going for blood. Oh, it's blocked by my book. Hold up for a second. Let me take it down. Oh, let me let me do this. All right. We can't see this ninja. All right. I guess I'll do it like that. So now she called you abusive. Guys, when they lob the abusive grenade, it's over. It's over. It's a rapsky. All right, I got to find the clip where he was talking about the damn money. All right, hold on for a second. Where is that? Let me see if I, does he have any damn, hold on for a second. All right, so you're abusive. It's a wrap, guys. It's a wrap. There's no coming back from this. Uh, she's not coming back to stability. She's out here setting up. She plot, she thought and plotting now. She thought and plotting. All right. So there's no way you coming back from that. All right. So, and she's already told your friendship circle, rap, <laughs> tombstone. All right. And what woman, 
when was the last woman that you've ever known? Yeah, the abuser. Yes, it's uh, most likely if a woman says that she's the abuser. Uh, when was the last time you heard a man, a woman leave a relationship where she did not claim that he was abusive? I haven't heard one woman today that has left the relationship and not claimed that there was some sort of abuse going on now. We already know the statistics on abusive relationships. They're never, ever one-sided abuse, especially today with these weak-ass soy, light-in-the-pants-ass ninjas that we got walking around, bird-chested-ass ninjas, all right, soy boy. With these ninjas today, how in the world these ninjas beating up a woman? But abuse doesn't mean physical. It is mostly mental and emotional or verbal, which who ain't arguing in their relationship? I mean, most people are in some sort of disagreement or heated discussions. So uh, this abuse thing is an absolute disgrace. And it's a way to make herself feel like she's been victimized. Here we go. What happened over the last couple of days? So, fuck, what am I? Hmm. What happened? What happened? This ninja in the sucking place. This is what divorce looked like, guys. What made you believe Melina over Darius when they had their drama? Did you just take Melina straight face value? What? No, I never believe Melina. That's why I didn't say shit about it publicly. I don't have shit to say. I let them fight over it. That was also their fight, too. And tell us what you was about to say. Um, what, your what is in the world? He in the sunken place. This is what it looked like. Yeah, he I want to. Yeah. Oh, God. I shouldn't have said anything. Um, no, I guess. Make it. Um, get to the point. So that was the, how are people watching this shit? <laughs> Here we go. Night that I started, uh, I had a short conversation with her in DMS. Um, fuck. one of the things I hate the most is that like, uh, fuck. Melina is so smart, which she's trying to be. And I give her props for it. Okay. Um, I am unhinged okay that night on the 7th I'm, I'm literally like i'm off okay i'm completely gone at the seams and then i start dming her and there these are rough dms okay i'm like you selfish piece of shit blah 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 oh. and all of her responses to me are like really cold uh pretty loving in, in like a cold detached way very logical and she's also like denying some things that like she's fessed up to in the past and i'm just like fucking all right, thank you, Henry Resilient. And Resilient in for the save. Thank you, 2430. Okay, Jesus. Uh, by the way, he screwed up. He's DM. He's messaging her. What? What's wrong with y'all soft-ass ninjas out here, bang? You big dummy. He says, I called the coach. He lost train of thought and lost focus over this woman or that bitch. Yeah. You bitch. Thank yeah, you, bitch. Henry Resilient. Hey, check this out. He's DMing her and he's verbally abusing her in the DMs. It's a wrap it. Wrap it up. And you know what she's doing? She's building her case. Destiny, reach out to a real one. I'm the only one that can help you. I saw Abba or Preach. I could never tell you which one's which. I think it was Abba or Abba. I saw Abba kicking it with you the other day and he was there. You know what I mean? He was patting you on the back. You know, that I, that I respect Abba for that. But now you need some lessons. She's about to set, she's setting up a case. You don't discuss anything on text messaging, especially when you broke up. You broke up. Guys, dude, there's nothing to discuss. 
Anything you need to discuss needs to be in a public setting, a restaurant, IHOP, outdoor restaurant, a venue, so no bullshit can be played. Record the conversations, be brief, and that's it. Let the bitch go. Let her go. But now she's setting up your case because now you're raging and it's a wrap. Let me think. Let me go in here. Somebody gave me the 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 place where the conversation about the money coming up. All right. Let me let me get into it. I got money. Um today Melina reaches out to me for the first time in like 10 days, okay? 12 days, okay? She has cuz she's blocked me on everything. And now she's like, "Oh, we should talk." Oh, damn. Henry Brazilian, go see Henry Brazilian's channel. He got all of this. So she blocked you and unblocked you. We need to talk. Nope. I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, we hop into a call. And I think like the first thing I, the first thing I say is like, listen, if you want to argue or have a chat about anything, that's fine. However, one of the things that, um, okay, let me give this piece of advice to people. Okay. And I fully admit, I might just be really death note brained or debate brained or attorney brained or internet drama brained or so, I don't know okay so I'm giving you this warning okay I'm giving you this warning for Fair this use. piece of advice okay I am so I'm so tired of my life of people weaponizing feeling statements against me and I'm so fucking tired of um Did friends both sides in our disagreements because a lot of the disagreements that me and Melina will have or have had historically are statements of fact there's no room for disagreement here and I hate how many people will say things like, well, I understand you said this, but I, she feels this way, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we're not arguing about a feeling right here. This is like a true or false fact. I don't understand how we're having a both sides perspective on this, okay? Record shit, log shit, have shit. Don't let people do that to you, okay? Don't let, and I'm not even saying they're gaslighting. They're just trying to be understanding of both sides. But like, it is important to establish like a, a fact pattern before you develop like narratives and feelings and opinions of them. Okay, that's really important. Uh, 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 let me let me stop him right there. He said it's coming up. Um, let me stop it. Let me stop it right here, guys. See, this is where a mistake is made, guys. You're you're trying to get closure and prove a point and be logical before you invite the emotional conversation in. This is not going to work with women, especially if you are already fighting each other it's over anything you say is going logic is not important now it's important to you it's not important to her it's about how she feels and that's what it is and she's the one that stabbed you in the back so i don't even know what we're discussing here so this is how you're going to get set up to be looking like an abuser because you're not going to listen to we're not going to talk about emotions right now you dirty skeezer and then what you want to talk about, we're going to talk about facts only. Ninja, you lost. You lost. <laughs> you want the facts, just walk away. There ain't going to be no facts discussed here. All right, it's coming up here. Um, I've gotten a lot better at that, especially over the past two weeks. Holy shit. Well, in regards to my relationship, for everything else, obviously, I'm fine with this. Um, but just in my relationship, I was like super blinders on for this. But um, yeah, so basically, uh, Melina reaches out to me. We have a call, and she basically tells me that I owe her for money for her apartment and that i like if i want to do what's moral because i made her leave the united states and pay to fly all of her back that i should pay her like a hundred thousand dollars and i'm like you're out of your mind oh ninja ring it ring it oh man Woo wait 
goodness. So again, let me just stop right there. All men pay. All men pay. All men pay. Not only did she say there should be a hundred thousand dollars, she said you owe me. Oh, ninja! Woo wait! Oh man! Now there is some things here. I think she said he said he had her sign a pro post nuptial agreement. This is gonna be man. So you owe me. You forced me out of the house? No, you jumped onto somebody else's Johnson. Re- you remember that? <laughs> you jumped on another man's Johnson and you left me. Remember that? That's where the logical conversation's coming in. She's like, yeah, I remember that, but you pushed me into his arms. Now you owe me $100,000 and uh, 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 just for my apartment. I'm going to tell you something here. I don't owe you shit when we break up. Right? That's what it is. Now, if we married, I owe you on the divorce end. But I don't have to house you no more. This is what our house is. Our house is here. I pay for this house. You going to pay for your own shit. That's what happens when you go suck off another dude. I don't owe you damn thing. I'm colder out here, colder than the Russian winter. You owe me? Bitch, you crazy. All right, you crazy out here. What? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I once had a person tell me, that's my money. And it was divorce money. They was looking under the every nickel and dime. He's hiding money. That's my money. She stood up in a mediation and said, that's my money. I was like. <laughs> she was foaming at the mouth. And shaking, that's my money he's hiding. I was like, that's interesting that you say that's your money. Yikes. Man, this shit wild as hell. Let's see what this dude about to lose again here. Um, and the way that this conversation starts is, and the, this is the funniest thing. Initially, she like sent this message through a mutual. And then I responded back and I was like, oh, no, like maybe, you know, maybe Tim can get a job and you guys can, you know, work for this money. You know, good luck. Uh, I was very passive aggressive. I admit that. I, that was a, I sent a really nasty message uh, when she asked me for that. <laughs> Just to be clear. It was- yeah, that's an L. So she asked for the money. She said, you owe me money. You were passive aggressive. Then you sent her a nasty message and then you didn't. OK, what else? you rejected her. Good luck, Ninja. It's like, hey, remember you told me you don't care about the money, you don't care about my help, you don't care about me doing taxes, you don't care about any of that shit. All you want is somebody to cuddle with you for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, there you go. I got it. Good luck. Figure it out. I'm sure you guys will. Power of love will, you know, help you with your uh, paperwork. 100%. Okay. Because that's the only thing that matters. Remember, it's the only thing that matters in life. Um, I was super passive aggressive in that message. But then when the call starts, Melina's like, uh, this call starts, she's like, I just want to know where you're at. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, I want to know where you're at because of that message you sent two weeks ago. And I'm like, well, I'm at the message that I sent one hour ago. And yeah, we argue for a bit about this. And then it's just like a 40 minute call of, and now that I'm like, now that I've like grown into like Neo when it comes to our relationship, now I can see like every single lie and every single like pivot and every single attempt, like every single thing. I'm like, uh, well, do you have a log for that? Or so you guys hear this this is what i tell you man it's gonna be clear as day once this comes up so you go through your divorce so you live in a long-term relationship 
then when you look back, shit gonna be clear as day. Now you Neo. No, Ninja, we over here. We the Morpheus. We the, you Neo, I'm Morpheus. You are the more you're in, right here, in here with the Morpheus of the mating matrix. Now it's clear as day. You saw every lie, every pivot. And what do I tell you as a sense of teaching point? You're going to realize the last few years or the last five years or the last however long, you're going to realize your life has been a lie. Then you'll think about all the time she had sex with you and she really wasn't doing it out of love. It was obligation. You're going to realize she was stealing from you. You were going to realize she was backstabbing you, alienating from your kids. And then you're going to go back and trace it back. And you're going to look at the six-month mark and say, damn, that started six months ago. That started a year ago. That started five years ago. See? Then you, you're going to realize how long she was setting you up. It's gonna, you can't see it when you're in love. You can't see it when you're in the relationship. But it's happening. Unfortunately, this guy is, I don't know why he does not cut off communication with her. He's, she's setting them up so easy. You know what he's going to find out? is that all these messages are screenshotted. This ninja about to get reamed. And in one way or the other, I don't know what it is. Why are you having this conversation? You're not recording. I don't know why you're having the conversation. All right, if I hit a divorce, she out of my life, all right? He said, help that man. This is hard to watch. This is. But of course, when you lost in the sauce, you don't see it. Can you prove that or can you show that this happened? Because I have a whole bunch of stuff that says the exact opposite. And it was just like lie after lie after lie for things that I've let her lie about in our entire relationship that drive me insane. Um, yeah, and it felt good. It felt good to pick the bullets out of the air. Um, again, I'm not going to like dive into like everything, but I'll say, for instance, one thing, because this was kind of public already. Um, something that I've said about Melina is that uh, Melina um, emotionally rewrites everything. So, for instance, so now when she talks to people about me, I've always been an abuser. I've always been a horrible person, blah, 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 blah. She emotionally rewrites the history with everybody based on her current state. Or she'll, she'll rewrite the facts based on her current emotional state. Um, so one of the things Melina starts telling me is like, um, you owe me this because I abandoned all of my stuff in Sweden for you. And it's not fair that like I moved to the US and gave it so much and I abandoned so much in Sweden for you. And I'm like, Woo-wee! no, you didn't. Uh, you abandoned New Zealand for me. And she's like, no, I've been in New, I have been in Sweden. I couldn't go back after I blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, you hated Sweden and you abandoned New Zealand. And I know this. And then I start pulling logs from the first year of our relationship because the first year or two of our relationship, all of the fighting was over, um, all of the fighting was over her not wanting to leave New Zealand and hating Sweden and then having to come to the United States. Um, oh, man. Man, okay, so what he's experiencing here, this is, con again, he got his, he got his male wake-up call. This is a guy, and listen, I, if, if you're a man has gone through this, this is stuff that, you know, because you never were against us. You never were a guy that was like, coach, you're crazy, and then go through this and be like, damn, coach, you was right. He was hell-bent on proving men like myself in this space to be wrong. Now he realizing we were right. I told you that this was going to happen. You thought you had your girl. Guys, I've had girls that I thought I had her, and I lost her. <laughs> it's a part of life. The, what she's doing now is blaming you for the entire relationship. Now everything that was failed in the relationship no longer has to do with the last three months. 
a.k.a. when she left you to jump on Johnson, it has to do with the beginning. I left my family. I left my career. I gave up my body. I lo- I lost my younger years. Um, You put kids in me. I lost time. I left a man that I was going to marry, and you picked me up, and this shit didn't work. Now she going to go back to the bucket. See, no. What what's no longer debatable is her her choice, which is accountability for leaving. Now she'll even blame him. You push me into his arms, but now to get yeah to gaslight you. Now I left my family for you. I gave up my career. I didn't live my younger years out. This brothers guys, Melina, and this is what I'm gonna tell you. Melina is not. The only one who do, does this. This is how women, this is how women view. Because they're like, you know, uh, you messed my life up. <laughs> you messed my life up. Yep, and rewrite the history. Also, she's now going to refrain things that aren't true. Because now you're now arguing if it was New Zealand, New Zealand or Sweden. Which is her, her revisionist history. Who they going to believe, you or her? Woo-wee. You got played like a big old fool, and now she got you because you're talking about her. You're talking with her. This is when you need to cut her off. All right, let me hand you the scissors real quick. Now I got to cut you. You got to cut her off, man. There's no more discussion. This is going to be cold. And my the way this strategy, I'm going to tell you, is going to piss her off, too. So... You can either keep playing this game and mentally torture yourself with all of this childish behavior, or you can cut her off and let her go full berserk. All right, because when you cut her off, it doesn't help the situation. It helps your stress. But she about to go berserk when you cut her ass off because she's feeding off the attention. She's, self, she's building her case. Um, it, let's just say you are now becoming abusive to her when you previously were not. It doesn't matter in the context this is when it matters now. It matters. The abuse matters at, at this moment. So if she can prove that this was abuse and she can see your messages. She can uh, put that out there and it will support the case. Nobody's going to say it was two or three, five years ago. They're going to say, oh, this is how it was the entire relationship. You need to block her. And that was, there are so many logs of that. There are even logs where she went back to Sweden. She's like, I hate it here. I hate it. Sweden. Uh, it's such a horrible place. And then when we would fight, she'd be like, I can't believe you pulled me away from my dream place of New Zealand. There you go. And she's like, well, that's not true. I married you uh, so that we could be together in the United States. And I was like, Melina, you were engaged to a guy in New Zealand oh. two weeks after you went down there. Okay. Everybody thinks that like I cucked her out of Max or whatever. Melina was engaged to another guy. Oh, and then she also was dating Max. There's a whole. And you're shocked, brother. You, Hey man, how you get her is how you lose her. How you get her is how you lose her. She's not going to change her stripes. Okay, so let's continue here. This is a whole other guy that was involved there. I don't know if he ever gets brought up, by the way, but whatever, you know, run with your assumptions. But yeah, I was like, Melina, you got engaged with this guy immediately so you could live in New Zealand forever. And that's what we always thought about. Fair um, use. Yeah, and she was trying to say that, like, um, yeah, and she was trying to say that, like, um, yeah, you pulled me away. So I was like, bro, you never liked Sweden. You're like, this is a new thing that you've decided because now you've got like a new group of friends in Sweden and now you're going to say that, like, you've loved Sweden the whole time and I like, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, but that's like, yeah, that was just like one example. It was like 45 minutes of her trying to lie. I would say probably gaslight. I think it's accurate here. She's trying to make me misremember events so that she can manipulate it for her purpose so that yeah. she can like win an argument. But I'm just okay, like, at least, at least he knows it. Like at every point I'm like, well, do you have a log for this? Well, can you show me this? Do you have any proof for this? Because I've got a bunch of stuff that says the opposite. And then we've got a third party in the call and she's like, well, what do you think about this? Like, shut up, Steven, don't shut up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And obviously the other third party is like, well, I don't know, like Molina, do you have like a log or anything else or whatever? And then Molina's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Clearly he's made up his mind. And I'm like, okay. She says that like 50 times ago. I don't want to talk about this anymore. This is clearly over. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, these are. Is there any more hammered on this one? Uh, he's clearly a young man, and um, they're in a very difficult position. I believe they're in their thirties. Uh, Destiny is in his early thirties. Uh, this is a lot for young people. To me, he's young. You see here, Destiny's age, thirty-five. Okay, and Melina's twenty-five. They're they have a ten-year difference. Yeah, she's still young in the brain. Her frontal. I'm pretty sure her frontal lobe hasn't developed. All right, so she's pretty much acting a child and petulant and predictive behavior uh, in relationship to uh, this event, and she's acting immature and no account. I mean, there's no surprises what she's doing. The surprise is for him, he thought he had a good one. Oh, my girl different. My girl ain't like that. Matter of fact, she can go out there and do whatever she want, and I can do it, and he could do, do as what he does. He thought he had the perfect scenario, and I always tell you, it's not a matter of if, it's, it's a matter of when. Sometimes this happens. If it happens... This could be the most destructive thing that you've ever done. Now, that's where it hurts, Matt Walsh, Tucker Carlson. This could be the most hurtful, dangerous. This could be the worst decision you ever made in your life. Now, people don't want to talk about that about marriage. Well, at least you had good times and at least you had kids. But this could be the most destructive man. I mean, man destructive thing that you've ever done because you want to logic yourself out of it but divorce is not about logic it's about her feelings and you will realize that if she ever strikes out she's going to wind up so many toy soldiers against you she's already doing it she's going to wind up so many toy soldiers against you that your head's going to be spinning you're going to look across at her and you're not going to recognize her you're not going to recognize her. You're going to say, who is this woman? You, you might plead to her, but the reality is you will not recognize her. Anyway, let me get to these super chats, man. What a, what a horrible thing to go through. This isn't easy. Horrible. We got the game of Tyrone's. The game of Tyrone's. Is that what that says? Shout out to you. Thanks, CGA, for sharing. These streams of wisdom. I don't know if I even called it out for you last time. The Mighty Bull says the truth and nothing but the truth. 2024. Everything is real. Henry Resilient. I interviewed the guy who took Melina from Destiny. He said Destiny lying to cope. Destiny now hates her now and wants the new guy to self-delete. Well, he did say that. I did hear that, by the way. So Destiny hates her now. What? Hey, the, the, the thing about breakups is that it takes time to unravel everything. It's a hard thing to do. But when it's a legal breakup in a divorce, it gets a little bit more painful. So you were cool with her, but you're, he's going to realize that he's not. And it's going to change like the wind here. Justin O, 
women lose it when you move on with another woman, for sure, in many, many ways. And um, um, especially, you know, many times she might break up or she might file a divorce. She might want to be the one that leaves. She might fall for another guy, but let you fall for another woman. Let you move in another woman. She ain't going to let that happen. Mark B, closed doors closed. Tell them the gang yang. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to y'all. True Black, it's a copycat league. She's running the Eagles offense. Same three plays. Yeah, same three plays. Unfortunately, most people believe women in these plays. Most people won't believe them. Oh, honey, you were abused in your previous relationship. Say it ain't so. Or your your last boyfriend, he was a he was a knucklehead, a deadbeat, a ignoramus. Say it ain't so. <laughs> right? Your daddy is a your baby, your child's father is a deadbeat, broke, inconsiderate man. Say it ain't so. I don't believe it. Wow, I do believe it. JC says, Destiny just can't believe this is happening to him. Destiny, yes, indeed. And that's you. Yep, it's happening to you. It's a cold, cold world. It's a cold world. Elijah in the building. Thank you, brother, for that. Let me check over here, too, for the people who uh, like to participate in a different game. Jones G is a travesty. You give great information for free, CGA, indeed, man. But I'm building my catalog. All right. Got to do this for free. <laughs> okay. Shout out to our brother, Matthew, says, thank you, coach, for the drunk history. It is the best, the drunk history. I love it, man. I love giving y'all some stuff here. But, of course, people are going to disagree with it. When you get in the history, they're going to disagree. But, yeah, it's crazy. All right, let me see what we got over here just so I can keep this going. It's a slight delay. Uh, let's see here. What are we doing here? Macaroni Tony, BlackRock is moving forward with this initiative on cryptocurrency ETFs. Drop the dime. They also are getting a little bit of block from uh, all of the real estate purchases. And Macaroni Tony says, y'all remember the show Chico and the Man, RIP to Freddie Prinze Sr., Talent gone way too soon due to a baby mama terrorist. Damn. I didn't know how he went out. No government name SD coach. I had a woman that wanted to leave for leave her husband for me. I turned her down and she continued to live happy with her husband on social media. I wonder how many women are only with their husband because another guy wouldn't take her. This is a hard reality, guys. This is the truth. I mean, um, you know, a lot of guys aren't bitter and hurt. A lot of guys have just banged a Mary chick. You ever bang a Mary chick? Yeah, it's not a good thing. But you ever bang a, a, a woman that has a boyfriend and shit, and you still see him on Instagram hugged up? You'd be like, damn. You should always tell your boys that you marrying a hoe. All right, you should always tell you marrying a hoe, right? Now, you don't want to mess up their stuff because men will never believe you. And men are the problem. Yeah, men are the problem. Because men will never believe you. Right? You know, you know, I banged your girl. She a 304. I just thought you should know. Then fisticuffs. Now you getting punched. And he trying to take your life. Talking about his fair lady. All right? So, yeah, but like, let him live that shit out. He got to learn. He got to learn. No government name SD coach. You're set the other day about famous people showing 
who the alpha is, was right on. Jalen Rose talked about how KD and Steph takes up all the attention at the party, but when LeBron walks in, he sucks all of the air out of the room. Really is levels to this shit. It's levels. So, yeah, man. And there's always a guy, man, no, nah, man, you can overcome that with some objection knowledge game. All right, you know, that's the never fear guy. You know, all these guys selling wolf tickets. Hey, man, I've been in situations with even women who were, like the women were there, they knew who I was. And um, you can tell they're looking at the hierarchy. They start to flirt and give attention and then just start competing, slap boxing in the street. It's crazy. When women show up, when women show up, ninjas start doing some wild shit. You got some player haters, dirty backs, uh, you know, the alphas come in there, then the sigma start doing what they doing. Man, uh, that's a very dangerous situation, man. Especially when you're young, you're what you're you're out here hanging out and there's no girls around. You then the girls start showing up. Then there's the ninja that's going to talk about you, the pull rank. Some ninja hits you, slap your hat off your head. Give me that goddamn hat. You're like, the hell? <laughs> right? That Everybody start competing. Fights, turmoil, testosterone raging. All because a little piece of booty walking through. Right? It's like wild. Ninja start pushing and shoving. All right? They start doing a cock of the walk. You know what I mean? They start gesturing and posing and, and just start pulling guns on each other, stabbing, threatening, and just fighting. I mean, you like, man, all for some booty? All for some booty. Yep, they just start talk, They start being funny. They start caping and simping. <laughs> caping and simping? They just start acting up. You like, oh, man, it's crazy. Ish. The bro code is a myth. Women actually stick on code. Yeah, hey, that guys, there is no bro code. Women are on code. One of the reasons we have problems in our relationship and our dynamics is that women stay on code. Ninjas can't stay on code. Uh, and uh, because we're competing for them in, in a sense. And some men are competing in a different way. I want to I ask you something. For women, name Four tactics or four segments of women, like groups of women that women use. You, like, like four, let me, let me say this again. Name like four or five tactics or groups or subgroups of skill or tactics or strategies that women use to get men. There's really only one or two, all right? And even when a woman goes to one or two of them, they, the other one's like, you a pick me. Pick Misha. They really kind of just kind of, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to wear the same thing. We're going to dress the same, look the same, talk the same. Bitch, if you ain't going to, okay, you can't be in a group. They will kick your ass out. They stay on. Bitch, when we go to Hawaii, nobody fucking nobody. <laughs> right? They start going in there. We we ain't doing nothing. No hookups, no nothing. Or we going, when we hook up, they keep the same story. Same So, but, but for them, it's all the same script. When they break up, it's the same script. When they try to fall in love, it's the same script. Same strategy. It's the same strategy. You don't hear other groups of women like, all right, girl, here's what you're going to do. You're going to run your mouthpiece game on them. 
You're going to start, let me give you an example. You're going to start approaching women. I'm sorry, let me take it back. You're going to start approaching men in public. We're going to start proposing to these men. We're going to start acting right. We're going to stop dressing like skeezers. We're going to come up, respect men. And where's that group of women at? Where's that group? Where's that group of women? Even in today's feminism, they like, we ain't approaching none of these ashy ass niggas. <laughs> They're not doing it. Now, let's go back to the men. You have a thousand different strategies on how to get women. You got cold approach, run game, spin plates, be the nice guy, simp, dirty Mac, steal your girl, Mr. Steal Your Girl. All right, fuck a married woman, um, uh, monk mode, MGTOW, SYSBM, passport bro, free agent lifestyle, uh, junior college. Mm. <laughs> right? Beat up a boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> fixes a bind. Status. Get money. Paid abroad directly. Never paid abroad. Keep them hungry. Keep her money. Let her spend her money. <laughs> it's just get it. <laughs> right. It's like we sit up there all day arguing all these tactics and strategies. So all it takes is the one piece of booty. One girl comes in, and then here we go. All 80 of us about to use a different that ain't gonna work. I got the, I got the here we go. I'm gonna do this. One of the reasons why men can't get ahead of this and you will always be perceived uh, as, as, as the person losing in the relationship marketplace is because men compete in an unhealthy way for women. We call these things and these strategies um, competition. Hey, it is what it is. Ninja. Okay, all right. It sucks, it sucks that you're not 6'3". Oh, well. And then you got the top tier men saying, fuck y'all loser ass ninjas and you incels because you can't get no holes. I'm going to get 50 holes. You get none. Now, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm just saying that promotes an unhealthy competition. Then you're going to piss these dudes off and then you find that they're going to have an adverse reaction. And then you start hearing them talk about Chad and Tyrone and shit like that. And then it, it, it's unhealthy. So as a result, as a result, there's people that, don't care about the next man. I'm not saying you should. I just say then it promotes unhealthy behavior. Then it promotes, you know, dirty macking and fronting dudes out when women show up. That's what it's going to promote. Then it promotes men who normally can't compete with Chad and Tyrone. Then he making deals with broads. So he making a deal with her. Well, I'll get with you. And as long as we look like a couple and, you know, you can see other guys and, you know, destiny shit. He making a deal to get the woman he wants. And then it don't work. Then he mad and raging. So this is unhealthy way to compete. And um, then we find out the worst part of the situation between the men and women is that women tend to stay on code no matter what. Men tend to, or as Sandman used to say it, female-owned group preference. Men, on the other hand, you know, men will become lawyers and then disenfranchise men in the family court. Right? That's what I'm talking about. That's an example. Now, I want to see the amount of female lawyers. There's some out here. 
that are disenfranchising women in the family court, going up in there. We're going to expose these toxic women in the family court. Where they at? There's some, a small percentage of them, but when they come out, they get, they get shadow banned. They get censored. Women are like, how are you turning against us? When you go to family court, when you go to situations where, when, when a woman's a victim or perceives to be the victim, or even like a Cassie, uh, men are like, well, she was 19, <laughs> right? And I was like, she was 19, 10 years in. Oh, sorry. She was 19, 10 years at the beginning. She ended up being 29 and she was still getting throttled and doing things to Johnson's. She wasn't 19. But when you talk like that, man, what if your daughter hit? See, we ain't talking about my daughter. And one thing I'm going to say here, I get the most fight back from men. Now, statistically, you would say, well, your ratio of men are significantly higher. So as such, you will get more men to disagree with you. But the most vocal, because I do have women watching me now. There's not a lot of them, but they are here. I almost never hear them coming on here to dissent on this message. And I'm on here a lot. They have plenty of opportunity to do so. Even after the show on the replay, even in the short clips and the edits and the YouTube shorts, they have plenty of opportunity and they ain't saying shit. (laughs) It's the men that somehow want to vilify me. And I'm giving you the damn code. This is the code out here, but it's okay. Acknowledge me. That's all I want in the end of the day. That's all I want at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, yeah, I got time, cuz. I got time, cuz. All right, let me see if I got some super chats. We're gonna get up out of here pretty soon. Hit the like button on the way out. Let me clear the deck over here. We do have a couple more. And it's from Michael R. Best Edutainment in the World Ice Cube has gone on camera and talked about how the same people that own record labels own prisons. Also, Tupac wasn't a gangster till the movie he did. And that's true because even people, I actually remember people talking about the prison um, industrial complex, which is privatized and it has benefited greatly, mostly for men trying to live out gangster uh, lifestyle. But, you know, People don't want to take the blame for it, indeed. All right, let me see if I got two more. Maybe two more. Okay. Shout out to Derek H. He says, Coach, I found you initially from the comment of another creature a while ago. He says, not that I really care about your content because I don't. He says, but if it wasn't for them, I would have never found the best edutainment here on YouTube. No disrespect. But the content, he says creature, but we're going to say creator was the doctor, B-O-A. But he called him a creature, right? Shout out to the doc. He says, I feel like your perspectives are vastly different. Do you think you two have similarities or not? Seems like a few of us relate to both of you at times. Is it possible? I actually did a collaboration with the doc, B-O-A. And uh, shout out to my brothers in the content creation space. My opinion about content creators in this space is that we're pretty much saying the same thing. Now, this is the reason why I don't get into too many debates with them, because at the end of it, we're saying the same thing. 90 to 95% of our message is pretty much on par. 
Now, where the difference is, is the call to action. All right, so when you understand how it works, our call to action is always different. Some guy will say you need to pimp on the girl. Some guy will say you need to run that ism. You, some guys will say you need to go free agent lifestyle. Some guys will say you need to go monk mode. Some guys will say you need to get your passport. But we're all saying the same thing. 90% of it, we're all saying the same thing. Some guys will say you need to spin plate. Some guys you need, will say you need to uh, study bonobos. Some men will get scientific and be boring. Some men will just go straight for the jugular and sound lethal. But we're all saying the same thing. It's really not much of a difference. The call to action is always different. How do we fix this? Somebody will say, I need you need to put you you need to put some Mac in her ear. Don't be scared of these hoes. Approach them. Like it's all the same, though. We're all saying that we have the same issues and problems. He said, then somebody will say, but I said it first, right? And this guy's copying me. So yes, we have all of this stuff going. That that does happen too. But I I said it. He said it, but I said it first. Yeah, that that does cause some problems too. But yeah, this is why I don't get into too many beefs and discussions. I'm like, at the end of the day, we saying something very similar. So um, we just are telling men to have a different response or have a different strategy and tactic. All right. Anyway, so shout out to all my content creators here. Uh, shout out to Joseph. Oh, I already got him. All right. Shout out to you. Money mindset. Patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. Money mindset level. Must. Some men say go to the junior college. Some men say never pay. Some men say fuck them ninjas. They ain't got no money, right? Uh, that's another discussion. So if you pay for a date, you're a simp. You should never pay for a broad. They, I mean, you do have guys that have this constant conversation, which you have to figure out where that's coming from. Like, why are we doing that? Are you trying to? Are you trying to? penalize the men that have money when you don't like where's that coming from are you saying that the women don't deserve to be paid for are you saying if we stay on code and nobody pays we'll fix the behavior you know what i mean it's like uh we all need to run game on them like then it gets kind of somewhat weird where like we all should follow the same program which to me there's only one program that I think would be effective. There's only one program. And in today's modern time, in the, you might not agree, and you might be surprised at what I'm going to say here. There's only one thing that would save this uh, particular mess. What do you think it is? I think the one thing that saves it, it sorry, is... If we can bring back shame and shame these hoes back into behaving, that's what <laughs> if there was shame. And even if we say we have a monogamous system that build a community, build back, bring back the patriarchy. That's the only thing that saves it. All right. All this other bullshit and this chaos, it's never coming back. We're just in the too chaotic moment where there's too much chaos. And what what's wrong with women I think for women, the, your problem that you're having is you guys are playing too many gray areas. So forget it. You know, you can call it lack of accountability, but women are playing gray areas. And they're like, well, this way, this time, this time. And I feel, and they're playing too many gray areas, which I'm not a gray area person. I am a black or white. I know it sucks, but tyranny sucks. I, I'm a black or white guy. 
it's either black or white with me. It's either true or false with me. I, I'm not, it's either right or left. Well, sometimes it can be right and sometimes it can be left. And I understand the human nature. Yes, sometimes it can be right. Sometimes it can be left. But that creates chaos. I've coached many teams. The teams that were bad, the worst teams, were when you did not have a system, a philosophy, and you just let anything go. What will happen is when it, when it works for you, it works. When it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's, when it doesn't work, it's ugly. There's no getting it right because you have nothing to go back to as a standard. But now anything goes, and there we are. Just too many gray areas. And then one gray area opens up another. Then it opens up another. Now you can never get it back because you're always making an exception. Oh, well, there's an exception here. There's an exception. There's too many exceptions. All right, and that's how you destroy a system and, and you create chaos. As long as there's exceptions, fuck it. All right, I'll be at the junior college. All right, here we go right here. And good luck with y'all. Shout out to Mr. Ken. Said Destiny should have left her in Sweden. What a cook. Left her ass. Left her. And another thing, guys, y'all got to, one more thing that that will help. You guys got to start breaking up with women. You guys got to start breaking up with women. What you do is you try to make it work and make it work and make it work. And what do I need to do? And what do I need to do? Y'all need to start divorcing these broads and breaking up. Y'all need to start dumping women in mass, dropping a dropping a ass off. Because what you don't do, you you try to make it work, make it work, and then she end up saying, "Well, I'm still not happy," and dump your ass and go off and leave to be the victim. I'm not happy, man. Dump these broads, <laughs> like dump women. We need to bring back a campaign. Dump women, dump them, or Tom Likey used to say, "Dump that beesh, DT beer." Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Dump them. I mean, dump they ass till they crying in a heap. That's the only way they learn. Dump they ass, but y'all don't dump them. Y'all wait to get dumped. Y'all wait to get divorced. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, shout out to Jamal. Says coach is undefeated. And he says coach is underrated. First destiny, next her feast. Underrated. And I said undefeated too. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We're going to be back in the morning. Shout out to the Coach Gang. We're going to be back in the morning. Peace.